This show is intended for a mature audience only and may contain harsh language, trans fats, live nudes, and derogatory comments about your mother. Those who are easily offended or have no sense of humor are encouraged to turn off the show now. Parental discretion is advised. My enemies are many. My equals are none. They fear me like a force of nature, a dealer in thunder and death. I say, I am Emperor. The banks of the Cuyahoga River to the shores of Lake Erie, live from Cleveland, Ohio, USA tonight. Fuck you, Highlander. Just shaking your head. Unbelievable. I'm, I'm not I here. Not First this. time in three weeks I'm here, and you screw up the introduction. <laughs> Unbelievable. You can just you start over again, I suppose. Okay. For the banks of the mighty Cuyahoga River to the shores of Lake Erie. You'd still screwed up. <laughs> what? I had a second chance, and you still screwed up. I am not screwing Ooh. it up. I'm from the hitting. shores of Lake Erie to the banks Thanks, of the mighty Cuyahoga River, live from Cleveland, Ohio. USA, this is the Emperor's Court, with your host, the Emperor, joined in studio by the greatest radio internet personality of all time, Highlander. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Don't point that finger at me, I already started drinking. Yes, I see that, blue moon in hand. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this is the Emperor's Court. I am the Emperor, joined in studio by Highlander, finally. Always a pleasure. Two weeks and going, sir. Yeah, yeah, the problem is that, I, did you tell everyone the reason why? No, well, I said it was work-related. but I It is work-related, okay, yeah. Well. The, the, I, I recently took a new job, and for some reason, they can't seem to hold on to people there. Like, matter of fact, I, we just, I can't imagine why. I don't know. We, we just hired someone, and two days later, they quit. Control your bitch, Emp. <laughs> <laughs> God, all right. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, as, as a result, I, I, I can't get, like, a regular day off because I keep like, – they, they try to call me in today. To work. No shit, really. Three to eleven. Yeah, they wanted me to come in today to work. Yeah, no. And I was like, I can't. No, I have to have like a day off, please. So, so that's why I haven't been here. And joined studio by Varyar. How's it going? It's going fine. I don't think you got called in three eleven today. No, I did not. I actually uh, used to work Sundays, and they stopped me, so I don't work. Stop Sundays complaining. Anymore. That's one of the things I I, I made uh, clear. It was like one of my like one demand that I got when I became manager of a sports store. You know, the other one back in the day was right. I don't want to work Sundays. Yeah, I go to church. It sucks having to get up, go to church, then go right to work. Then you kind of ruin your whole Sunday, and especially well, if you work Saturday. Here, here's the thing: my the store I work at is a little different. Um, I like everyone that works there, like but work, the manager mostly. at my work feels like if he gives me 24 hours notice, that should be enough for me to clear my schedule and come in there if he needs me. Sounds like he's in the same boat. Yeah, yeah kind of, pretty much. No, yeah. it's not happening. 
Thank God it's not the council fag. Wow, these, yeah, uh, they kind of chewed up legal tender a couple, <laughs> a couple uh, weeks ago. They, as soon as he came in, they were on him. As soon as I really? introduced him, oh yeah, wow, council fag this and halo fag that, and I don't know why, but the fag seemed to kind of that was like the the buzzword of the day because it kind of creeped into everything. I kind of felt bad. I mean, he never really had a chance. They were on him right from the start, and that's why he hasn't come back. Nope. Although he was invited last week, he you know called off the last second like Highlander did, so he can go. Play oh, Zan says <laughs> props need to go to Highlander for the sneaky jibe to put into a second. That was, pre- <laughs> that was- <laughs> I, I I remember what I put in there now. Yeah, yeah that was uh, that caught me off guard. I'm like, hey, da, da. You know, like when Highlander's on the show. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, no, that got a that got a good laugh. Everybody liked it. That was pretty sneaky. So I've been plotting my revenge, but I just haven't been creative enough, and I've been tired because everything going on at work. So I just gotcha. haven't thought of anything to get back to. So Highlander. What yes. is new in life? We have not seen you for two what weeks. What is so new in life? You've been working quite a bit. Yeah, I've been working quite a bit, and then what I've been doing is I've been working on Worldcon stuff. I finally finished my uh, anime room schedule. Okay. So maybe like sometime during the show, if you wanted to take a peek at it. So sure. Where would I it. find it? Uh, you know where I where I usually put all my show stuff. Yes. It's actually there. Okay. So if you want to, oh, we're going to do that right now. Cool. Well, cool. I'm just going to pull it up here, just so we got it, you know, queued up. Not to mention, right. I have to get the rest of your stuff, anyways. This is very true. Google Documents is a hell of a thing. Yes, I, it is. I love, love the it. cloud. <laughs> Love the cloud. Not gonna lie, I'm not sold. Under documents, and, and what you're gonna look for stuff. is projected media Worldcon 2011. All right, Open sounds very professional. Skadoosh. Really, this is not you, is it? No, the I'm, I'm mine is the one that looks professional. Closed until 8 p.m. <laughs> yeah, <that one. laughs> yeah. I have I have two rooms, but one is one is uh, the, when it says Peppermill. That's one of the hotels. Okay, so that's like the overnight one because we're in a convention center and the convention center is not open overnight. So, so my room is. closes, and then there's the other room that stays open in the hotel. So it goes night. on live at what 8 p.m. I see. Okay, yeah. So we'll get to this little little later in the uh, show. So what else has been new with you, Highlander? I mean, the world kind of stuff. Obviously, uh, it's one of the reasons why I've been seeing as much of you. Not right. Why well, I, I changed jobs up all your time. Right. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, really, that's that's really about it. Um, I've been reading those books that you uh, gave me. Okay. I like them. The the Game of Thrones books. Right. I didn't realize that there was a, a series on HBO going on right now. Yeah, that's what prompted the whole thing. So everyone's been talking about is the series that it became so popular that HBO decided to uh, you know they got the rights to the. Books, etc. We're going to make a miniseries out of uh-huh. this. Everybody assumed eventually they would make some kind of movie out of it or a movie series, and never really materialized. Yeah, okay. But I guess you can make you can do a lot more with the miniseries as opposed to trying to cram a thousand page book into a two hour movie. Right. Oh, right. definitely. Yeah. So I have not actually had a chance to watch it because I do not have HBO. I don't have HBO either. But, um, uh, now, now that I've been reading the books, I'm, I'm interested in seeing what I am too. What their interpretation of, of the books are. You know, I'm cheap as hell. That's part of my problem. I don't want to pay. <laughs> I don't want to pay for HBO. I don't give a shit. I got Netflix, dude. There's yeah, so I know exactly. Netflix, Netflix is amazing. I used yeah. to have. I used to have most of the movie channels at my place. Uh-huh. But a, it was costing a fortune, and b, right. then I got Netflix. <laughs> Fuck you guys, I'm out. Right? Yeah, you exactly. Know? Uh, I'll, yeah, I watch everything on Netflix anymore. I don't yeah. even watch real TV much. Now, do you? Obviously, you have the streaming. I'm. Oh yeah, so, yeah. Now, do do you pay extra for the DVDs? One a month, or, one a the, month? or uh, not one a month? Uh, the one, the one at a time thing. I do oh, okay. for that because there are a couple things. You know, they'll have a movie occasionally that'll be only on disc. Yeah, yeah. you know, if it's a TV show, I don't care. Yeah, uh-huh. I'm not going to take the time to mail me the first four episodes and then I'll yeah. watch them and mail them right. back and then that's you can mail me yeah. the yeah. next part. No, that's a pain in the ass. Yeah, yeah. you know, because I'm I'm close to OCD in a lot of things. Uh, like when I watch a TV show on Netflix. 
I watched the whole thing. I watched the pilot. If I like it, I'm watching every single episode in order, and that's all I'm watching for the next that's, week. That, that's, that's what I did with I do. Right. Last time you know, I did that, I did it with uh, 30 Rock. I watched all of that. And I did I, like I, 30 Rock. I'm, yeah. I'm hoping that the next, it was it season five, comes out on, on Netflix, I hope, pretty soon. Yeah. Five is the one that they don't have yet. Yeah. yeah. I'm hoping. I've been watching a, a show called Flashpoint lately that's pretty good. It's about like a, a mantra or a Toronto, they call it the strategic response. It's like a SWAT team, but okay. more emphasis on the negotiation part, psycho- the uh, psychology. Um, it's pretty cool. Warehouse 13. Have you ever seen that one? Loved Warehouse 13. I've, I've seen the first two. Uh, I've seen the first two seasons. I can't find the third one. Yeah, yet. I can't find the third one anywhere either. That one's not bad. Uh, you remember the old 80s series, uh, Friday the 13th, the series? Yes, I remember that. It's, it's basically like an updated version of that. Only yeah. the objects aren't necessarily cursed. They just kind of like they... The, the the premise of Warehouse 13 is that it's the 13th warehouse of all these, like, strange, crazy, mystical objects. Okay. And, like, throughout all of history, there have been these different warehouses. Right, like the Library like, of Alexandria was one of the warehouses. Um, I can't yeah, remember like, which um, one. I think, like, the first warehouse was made by Alexander the Great. That's how long ago all the warehouses were. Uh, so right. it keeps updating every few years. And, and the yeah. warehouse yeah. goes to whatever the strongest country place. is. Yeah, wherever yeah. the strongest country okay. is. So the previous warehouse was in Great Britain, and it, now it's in America. Right. And it's, it's about these Secret Service agents, and they basically go out and they try to recover these artifacts that are, like, immensely powerful and should not be in the hands of regular people. And, and, and they use a lot of the artifacts, too, that they already have. So you get to see all these crazy, you know, steampunky kind of stuff and... It, okay. It's kind of cheesy, but it it's a good cheesy, show. But it's, it, it's, it's fun to watch. It's one of those, sh- like, yeah, I mean, like uh, Tesla's coat. Yeah. You know, they have that. His and then coat? The, yeah, he has his coil. He did, well, no, he did so many experiments with electricity and magnetism. Yeah. No, he has a, his, his coat actually, you know, his outfit from what he was working like on is actually or magnetic. Yeah, yeah, it's like magnetic. Oh, okay. Or like, yeah, I, yeah. I think there's like a Tesla gun, too, that shoots. Or is it? Is it the Tesla gun? Yeah, bad. yeah, it's, it's their that's their electron. It's yeah, like a stun their, pistol weapon, type of yeah. deal. That's what yeah. they use. Uh, Philo Farnsworth invented the television. So instead of uh, cell phones, they carry around what they call a Farnsworth, and it's like a little TV yeah. uh, in kind of like an Altoids tin looking thing. Just yeah, I guess that'd be a good with uh, with a little screen in it, and that's how they communicate. And it's you know it's like from the forties, but what it's really cool. What channel is thirteen on? Sci-fi. 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 All right, that's uh, Mystic Man watches that show. Then I've been trying to figure. Yeah, because you know, I've seen a couple of them with they've got stuff like that. I'm like, what the hell are you watching? And she says something about a warehouse. I'm like, all right, warehouse district or some shit like that. I'm like, I went at one ear, not the other. I I watch very little TV, and the reason why is uh, like, especially with this World of Warcraft that we got going on now. What few spare, what little spare time I've had mm-hmm. has been sunk into that. Sure, sure. And the problem is, as I progress, and I'm progressing very quickly, it just kind of sucks you in because it's more and more progression. Oh yeah, yeah. As long as I'm accomplishing something, I'm happy. Mm-hmm. But in the back of my head, it's kind of weird about that, too. As I'm playing this, I'm thinking to myself, you know, i got all these other games that are just sitting there waiting. For, I've been meaning to finish up those freaking Langrisseer games, all in Japanese, <laughs> oh, those? for a year. I was going to say, you talked about wow. those like a year. year ago. Like, oh, man. And I beat the finally first found one. Them. And like, you're talking about how you finally found like a transcript of it yeah. so you know what they're going to yes. talking about. And I've played through the first one. Played them? I, I you know, beat the first one, which I, I've done a million times, but yeah. I played in the Japanese version. You know, update it for the PlayStation. I, I got eight missions, eight, you know, uh, scenarios into the second one and stopped. And I don't remember what derailed me, but I've gotten more action on the PS3 since I got Netflix than I have in the last year actually playing a game other than uh, Dynasty Warrior 7, which I did not know. And I, I saw it last night when I picked up the box. It says it's 3D compatible. Dynasty but there's no mode on there for 3D that I've ever seen. Yeah. Interesting. 
Oh, okay. So, you know. I, I, I have nothing to respond the, to. That. I, got point, yeah, I got nothing. I yeah. got nothing. The point being, I, I watch very little TV. So You I, know, now thinking about it, I don't really watch a lot of TV necessarily, but the shows I watch like are on Netflix. Like, I'll okay. watch those. Right, right. So, you know, like, like The Warehouse 13, I don't necessarily you know, watch it on the sci-fi channel. I, mean, I just, turn on my TV to play my Xbox. That's, that's kind of yeah, what I do. I yeah. mean, anything else, I, all my news, internet. Yeah. All my TV shows, movies, whatever, Netflix. The way of, it's the way of the future. That's how it's going to go. Yeah, I mean, pretty much. And that's everything is you know. going to stream eventually. You're just going to click on your TV and like, eh, what do I feel like watching tonight? Yeah, it'll be so, all integrated. Yeah. Flashpoint has the pink Power Ranger. In yeah, it, so uh, Amy Jo Johnson. Really? Yeah. So that's what she's doing now? That's what she's doing now. Well, they actually the just Rangers did. doing. They just ordered which, up another Which season. one? The gay one. <laughs> They're all gay. They're, yeah, <laughs> I mean, come on. Hold on. <laughs> Look at their outfits. You ever see that uh, the one doing gay porn? How about that? What am I trying to think of? I have no idea. Oh, there was a Ew. There, there, gay porn. He got derailed. You know, there was a special. <laughs> no, no, no. There, there, I think there was. I don't know if it was like American made, but there was like a special Power Rangers episode a few years ago called Forever Red, and they brought together every single Red Ranger from every single series, like There's literally like, all like of them, forty of them. There, there was like thirteen of them, I think, or something like that. I thought, I thought every single year it's a new incarnation. Yes, of the same that's why there's that's okay. why there's so many. But it's they, the same guy playing it multiple. times. No, it's not the same guy. They're all different different okay. people. All right. So there's like thirteen different huh. actors. They brought them all together. Just to, it was some kind of stupid. There's no reason they brought them all together for like just one mission or whatever. But it was just supposed to be like a, like a thank you to the fans for been watching it for so long. They had all they from Muddy Morphin all the way through to wherever it was that they were in that particular season. And I'm looking at the I'm looking at the MLB thing right now and just ah I have so much to catch up to. Speaking of catching up, it's a good thing because we haven't actually talked about this in a few days now. No, yeah, few weeks. All right, ladies and gentlemen, and I, I gotta tell you, I, I haven't been keeping up like I should have, so I'm sure I've, I, I'm sure I've I've missed great pitching performances. They sat on my bench. Uh, I've been watching. You haven't missed a great deal, but you've missed some. Okay, but uh, yeah, number one spot, way ahead, a commanding 359 point lead is myself. In first place, second place, Jeter's Never Prosperous Highlanders team. I'm I'm pretty well entrenched in second. Yes, uh, a very distant third at 16 softballs. Uh, he's 706 points behind the lead. Rampage and Regency under Varyar is in fourth place. You're within striking distance of third, but uh, I think one and two right now. Yeah, you guys are pretty far out there. Yeah. There's a huge collapse, and I tell you what's what's worse for you guys is my team has finally gotten healthy. I've only got one guy left in the DL, and that's Joe Maurer. And he might as well be dead for all the good he's done me. Right. I got some jackass in Detroit, and I don't think he's the backup catcher for Detroit. I don't even know who that is, yeah. But he got eight points today, so hot damn. Look at that. There you go. Who got six? What? 16 points. Carlos Gonzalez? Colorado, yeah, yeah. Who? (laughs) 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 Who's that? The only guy in Colorado who's hitting. Although the Rockies aren't doing too bad. Uh, I got nobody pitching for a while. I'm starting to wonder, worry about my uh, pitching staff. My my, my, uh, my if, if you want to take a look at mine, mine's gone way down. But, right, uh, I know it's, it's still above. Probably yeah. because you've been benching all your guys. You haven't been playing anything. Well, no, I I, I dropped I dropped some pitchers. Uh, yeah, you're down 39 points. You're uh, 39 innings over. So yeah. see, when you play fantasy baseball on Yahoo.com, you can set it for a certain amount of innings pitched, meaning that um, you know throughout the season you can only have uh, X amount of, of innings played by a certain position player. And we do that, I do that, because otherwise people will just stockpile enormous amounts of pitchers and just rack up huge amounts of points. Sure, right. So, Varyar, I think, is the only one. Whoa, who, holy I'm shit. way under. My Dude, pitchers, get yeah. some pitching. Get some pitching. Holy I know, it's bad. Now you know why you're so far off. The pace, yeah. 143 innings under? Yeah, it's 243 awful. innings Do under. any of these guys even play? Uh, it seems occasionally. Yeah. Not, uh, yeah. I'm not I, like, I talking every five, it's... fifth day. I'm just talking, you know, period. 
Yeah. Let's see the point value. I got to take a look at this. Oh, wow. Yeah. Dude, this guy's got, what, 30 points? I, obviously, he's not a closer. No. No? Carl Pavano, you got to ditch him. Chris Carp, ditch him. Gone. Yeah. Gone. You know, Gone. You know, you know what we need to do? If you go up to the top, you see where it says com- like compare to my team? Yes. You do that, and then do the pitching, and then you'll, right. you'll see how your bad. Is. All right, so how do I compare the pitching here? Do I, I go up to all positions? Um, go all, to starting pitching. Yeah, you could just do starting Filter. pitching if you want. And we'll do season totals for it's for 2011. Yeah, so okay. Let's take a look at your pitches versus mine. 305, 246. Uh, 199, 269. 218. You know what you could do? Just uh, rank them by fan points. Then you'll see who's, uh, who's what and what's who. Uh, well, all your guys will be at the top, and then my yes. guys will oh, be at the bottom. Oh, look at the bottom three. And you're way Verlander's off. not bad. No, Verlander's no, been doing pretty but, well for me. He's but, fine, but then, yeah. you know, one pitcher does not a team make. And right. Shit. Yeah, you got to get some. you got to upgrade some I gotta pitching. Get, I, gotta yeah, what, I wonder what's available. Because that's uh, one thing. You're, on the, you're on the page for available. Let's take a look. Yeah. Uh, all available players, pitching, season totals. We'll go fan points, and we'll see what's up. Uh, maybe not. Yeah, there isn't a um, ton there. Yeah, Cologne's on the Cologne's on the DL. He is as of yeah. yesterday. Really? Yep. So, so, so he he whips our ass, and he gets on the DL. Yep. He got his ass whipped. Uh, Strained he, left yeah. because I, I, because gone. I was just going to say Bartoli seems to be heating up a little bit. He's got to be better than Carl Pavano. Never pick him, but yes, but he's, he's on the DL thrown away from a coronary. So <laughs> that could happen. Bartoli Cologne, where have you gone? You know what? It's so sad. We traded that guy, and he was like a stud when he was here. We traded him because we thought he was the downside of his career. And who did we get for him? We got three all-stars for him. Brandon Phillips, not with Cleveland. Right. Cliff Lee, signing no. award winner, not with Cleveland. Right. Grady Sizemore, perennial all-star, practically dead. Still on <laughs> Cleveland, but not performing. Probably will be traded before the all-star break, the way things are going. We've dropped another game today. So, so have you uh, officially given up on the Indians? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I, I phoned it in. I said if they go fifty, you know, they go uh, five hundred against all these great right. teams up until Minnesota. I said I'll buy in. They went seven to nine, mm. and the games they lost were bad. The problem is they never rebounded. We lost to Minnesota. They, you know, got our ass kicked there. You know, they were getting our ass kicked by the, the Yankees. Yeah, we've lost fifteen of our last eighteen games. So yeah, I think. And it's, ironically it's, enough, I think we're still in first place. Barely. Tied. Yeah, yeah, because Detroit lost again today. So unbelievable. We're tied for first. Believe it or not. Man. Man. It was a good run. Well, it, well it's it was fun. So I, I guess we have the NBA draft. I was about to too. say we got uh, at least we have the Mavericks in the draft coming up. So, yes. on, before the lockout happens. What's the? Uh, I, I have not. I've purposely not kept up with the finals. What's the? Is is it tied? The Mavericks go for the win tonight. Do they really? Yes. Fan flipping test. LeBron and uh, D Wade apparently were really uh, uh, knocking Dirk uh, Nowitzki prior to Game Five. They were. Standing I'm, there making fun of him. You know, because oh. he was sick, and he played through. And like, oh, well, I coughed. I guess it must be sick. Uh, LeBron's like, yeah, I think I'm running a fever. Maybe we can't play tonight. And then they went and got their ass kicked, and Dwayne Wade and got Dirk injured. crushed them. Fantastic. Like yeah. points on. Yes. Leave it to the Germans. Just like, suck <laughs> it, you bitches. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, the Germans. Oh, Ooh, no, the Germans. Germans. <laughs> Ooh, the Germans. We are not all smilers and sunshine, Mr. LeBron. <laughs> We are from the land, the land of chocolate. Of <laughs> <laughs> the land of chocolate. I used to have, you know what? I've got that. Yes, I know you Shit, do. Because, I've got that. Because it's, it's on Songs in the Key of Springfield. Oh. Hang on, I gotta, talk amongst yourselves. I'm going to see if I can find it. Yeah, it's the, uh, it's, it's the episode where the Germans take over the power plant in The Simpsons. Oh, and then, um, and then uh, they're, they're interviewing everyone to see if they need to let him go or keep him or whatever. Right. And they're talking to Homer, and Homer's obviously you know, a, a 
functional retard. So he's his mind's always constantly wandering, and they he's he's talking about like he wants a snack or something like that. And the Germans try to they try to make it all night. Like, oh, you know, we understand. We are from the land of chocolate. And then Homer goes, the land of chocolate. And then he goes into this like <laughs> fantasy scene in his mind where he's like jumping around. It's like a Willy Wonka kind of thing. And nice. Jeremy's like, snap out of it. You've been daydreaming for 20 minutes. All right. Yeah, I found it. You found it? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I knew I had this. And I tell you why. I, somebody, I, somebody wrote me a nasty email from Germany. And that's why I put it in there. And I read it over the air. And then I actually was making fun of him. And I played that. And it was kind of funny. I took it out of the rotation only because we never really used it. Yeah, that's really not I much mean, of a use for it. Yeah. We've got like three German listeners. I mean, so how many you know, times are you going right. to talk about something and the land of chocolate is going to be relevant? Yeah. Or, you know, Germany. Right. Of course, I, really, when you think of the land of chocolate, I, I would have to say Switzerland would be. Is it? My, I don't know. If, 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 I'm, if you're going to put my feet to the fire and say, what's the land of chocolate? I, I Ooh, guess Switzerland. the Germans are mad at me. I'm so scared. Ooh, the Germans. Uh-oh, the Germans are coming to get stop me. Stop oh, don't let the Germans come after Please me. Please stop it. Oh, pretending no, you're scared. The Germans are coming <laughs> No, they're so big and strong. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop pretending you're scared. The Germans Stop it. That's all right, Klaus. We still have enough money to buy the Cleveland Browns. Oh, boy. The Simpsons. the Simpsons, back when they mattered. Ah, they still matter. You know, I, I think it's they're now. Me, I think they're now the longest running television show. Co- well, like, I well, it, continuous. I think. What you know? At least in America, Nightline and and Larry King Live and shit like that's been going on for 25, 30, 40 years. Uh, Young and the Restless. I mean, those have been continuous shows. Right. Running for 40, 50. They've got a list on Wikipedia. It is the longest running sitcom of all time. Okay. That, that might have been what know. I thought of. Okay. It is the longest running animated show, but, you know, people still keep watching. It brings in like 5 million viewers every single week. So Really? Watch, yes. Yeah, people still watch it. I stopped watching I had a friend a while ago. I, I had a friend, and I'm not making this up. Uh, he, I don't know if he still does, but he wrote for The Simpsons. Wow. Mm. He really did. That's cool. He went to Harvard. And he was going to be a dermatologist, and I I haven't heard from him ever since he went to Harvard. But I I saw his mom a while ago, and then I started looking at the credits. He became editor of the Harvard Lampoon. Okay, and that's that basically like writes your ticket into being like a comedy writer in Hollywood. It's kind of weird that you go to be a dermatologist, you end up being well. A, a he writer I mean, for the he Simpsons. was always kind of like a funny guy, but he wasn't like like roll around in your pants like holy crap, that's the funniest thing I ever heard. But he was always kind of a funny guy. So I guess somehow he must have you know landed into that. Some way, somehow. And then he turned the Harvard Lampoon thing into a, a writing gig on The Simpsons. Huh. He had his own credit and everything. Simpsons age a lot better than South Park. Yes, I, I've heard a lot of people complain about South Park recently is that this latest season has been pretty bad. Really? I, I'll be honest with you. I, I catch South Park when, I, when it's on. but you know, Once I mean, in a while. It, if I'm, yeah, if I'm sitting there and it comes on, I'll, I'll watch it, but yeah. I haven't. Right. I watch it on Netflix. I just kind of go to my favorite episodes. Problem is, I, I think the problem is only so many social satires you can have without because re- things don't progress quick redundant. enough. Well, right, exactly. I mean, which, which is the reason why South Park's still around. They've they've transformed themselves into a contemporary social satire kind of show. Like, well, yeah. I mean, is, at first it was just making fun of the fact that sitcoms always portrayed kids as these, right, you know, right. Oh, look at the little angel, you know. And then they turned it. You know, they were making fun of that, and then they turned right. it into satire. But I mean, that's that's the reason this is the last season. Is it, it the is last, the last season? season? Yeah, this, this is it. This oh, okay. is from everything oh, I, I know. This know. is. I didn't this know is that it. either. I thought South Park was bringing enough people. They'd right. be like, "Keep doing it." I, I'm 
Whip 90, that dog. You know, well, I'm ninety percent sure here that this oh, okay. is this is it. Well, whatever. If they're milking that cow, apparently they're like I don't know. It's dry because everyone's going to been complaining about it. I, I I always liked the one where they make fun of Family Guy. That was always one of my favorite ones. Yeah, Family Guy just became a spokes you know nozzle for the Democratic Party. Well, I mean, come on. What, let's, let's be one of the reasons why I like it so much. Well, yeah. yeah. So is American Dad. So is the Cleveland Show. Well, I, I don't know about the Cleveland Show. I don't watch a whole lot of that. And American Dad, I never Any, really got into at all. Not just because it's you know it's look it's anything it's anything Seth MacFarlane touches. I, I mean that's just yeah he's lefty. It's going to come out in his stuff. It's it's right? He's you know, really I still lefty. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I still enjoy. Some of those shows, to an extent, you right? Know, I, I don't like. Really. I'm, I'm sure you probably don't like Brian and what he has to say all the time. No, because no. Him. But I mean, I he makes think, me. Fl- I, I think Brian is him. Actually, yeah, it, right? yeah, it, it, yeah. It, yeah. So I said as much. Yeah. yeah, I've never really. You yeah, know. it says that they've contracted to do 14 episodes in 2011, but it doesn't say anything about being the final season. Uh, South Park is currently contracted to produce 14 episodes in 2011. Uh, so maybe that's just they don't have a contract for 2012. That could be. That could I, be. I, like I said, I was pretty sure it was over. Uh, no, let's see if you can hunt down something that that. Wow, says it's been on 15 seasons. I thought it was less than that. I mean, it I, started I, I, in '96, and I said I remember. I remember when it started. Right. I mean, I I knew it was double digits. I didn't think it was 15 though. Yeah, I found it far more missed recently. It's always been more missed, to be honest. Uh, American Dad is definitely not the Democratic. Oh yes, it is. Shit, you watch that? Come on, the whole thing's a satire of anybody on the right. That's what I assumed it was. Yeah, yeah, there, yeah it's a character. I mean, like he's, yeah, he's, he's obviously a caricature of everything, you know, Republican he, and right, conservative. Right. He's not going to play. That's why he's got side. that big giant chin, you know, <laughs> among other things. Okay. You never caught that? Okay. So while we both take a swig of our stuff. Uh, what are we uh, going to here now? I have no idea. No. Never... Ow! Sorry. What was that? I kicked him. That was my fault. Uh, I can't. I've been. You to... keep. I've you been keep going back center, to that. Do you, do, do you want to talk about the, the schedule? What? That's no, like the no, fifth no, no, time it, you brought no, it up. It's been up there. I just keep going back to this. I was going to pick on something. Oh, okay. okay. Got sidetracked. So, anyways, uh, this one from Kotaku.com. When crane games eat children? <laughs> Who the fuck sent this one? Was it you or was no, it No, this isn't me. I think this was none left. Okay. All right. Who, All right. Go ahead. This isn't a first. Right, okay. But three-year-old Tyler ended up inside a crane game in Sydney, Australia, when the tyke <laughs> climbed up the chute, hoping to snag a stuffed tiger. How big is that chute? <laughs> I mean, three-year-olds are small, but they're not that small. I come up to this thing like, wow, I can get a kid for a buck? I can trade it to the Chinese for like 100 Tyler was saying, can I have a tiger? I said, no, I don't have any coins. His mother, Catherine Bussier, told the Paranata advertiser, I don't know where that is, I assume Australia. After momentarily turning her back on Tyler, she saw her son's legs go up to shoot. Quote, he wasn't distressed at all. I think he was very happy in a sea of toys, said Bussier. I just thought, I hope he's able to breathe in there. <laughs> After 30 minutes, Tyler was finally freed and even got the tiger he wanted. I'd love I loved to have seen the picture of when they freed him. <laughs> uh, according to his mom, he still got it and he sleeps with it every night. Guaranteed, this is going to spawn a whole bunch of copycat children now getting so, free toys. So, how do you free someone from the crane game? Do you have to like unscrew the? You got to use the crane. All apart? No, you got to use the crane. Use the crane. Pop in your quarter. Take your chances. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have any quarters, ma'am. How much you want your kid? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think the crane can hold them. Go for the <laughs> elephant. No, I want the child. <laughs> I already have a kid. I, I, I want an elephant. <laughs> Well, I mean, you got to go down. I mean, the the chute's kind of angled, so I mean, you can go right. up, but can you really go back down again? 
I don't think so. I would. I I can't believe he fit through the shoot. It ha- it has to be like a big shoot. It's the only thing I could think of. Because like, like I said, three year olds are small, but they're not like stuffed animal small. That that's that's like a newborn. A, a newborn is that small, not a three year old. I'm actually looking at the video chat for the first time in forever because no one ever uses this damn thing during our show. We kind of ignore it. We got like four people up here that are actually legitimate people, and I think that Shrig's playing uh, World of Warcraft. So we got Triggs, we got Ken, we got Verve Man. Nice hat. Uh, somebody with a top hat, and that's... Uh, I refuse. Yes, that's Pusser. She's in a bad mood. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, she's kind of pissy. I don't know why. I, I, I don't think I can touch her. She's on the other Do side you, of the you know, world. world. Yes, I know. Yes. All right, I'll, I'll, let me ask you this, because I, I kind of run into this. Okay. What color does her hair look from here? Red. Looking at it. Red. 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 Thank you. I said the same thing. They're like, no, it's brown. It's not red. No, it's like, it looks bulb. red. It looks the red. The 3-inch monitor does not lie. Your webcam sucks. Ginger. Thank you. <laughs> the, it's a forbidden knowledge. How to get a kid from a cranky. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fuck quarters. Get kids to climb into crane machines and get free toys. That's what I'm talking about. I, I, them. I, you know I, I used happen. to be really good at that crane game. Like, really good. Like, uh, my parents would take me to the ground round like every week. And round, they, round 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 remember round round, round time yeah, yeah you know what happened to ground round they went under they went well they went under because the the CEO of ground round or whatever the hell like stole all the money embezzled it all <laughs> and then got <laughs> okay. caught and then ground round didn't have any money to run itself so literally like the employees all showed up Monday morning to work and they were like sorry no more ground round that happened wow. to wow. that yeah happened to, that happened to Bennigan's. that fast. That pissed me off too because I like going to Bennigan's in North Homestead. Love Bennigan's. I remember Bennigan's. Yeah, I used to get their uh, Monte Cristo sandwich. Yes, all the time. but anyway, um, they always had a, a crane game there, and my parents always give me four quarters, and I, I without fail, I'd always get something from out of that. That's like Mystic Mim. I could never. Get the trick anything. is to get I've some. I've never won anything. No. The trick is not to get what you. Ne- I mean, not necessarily what you want because it's usually like really stuffed in there. It's whatever happens to be kind of loosely kind of sitting there. That's what you have to go for because if, if you go for that. One really cool thing, you're never going to get it. But if you go for the thing that's a little easier to get, you've got a better opportunity. Or if you have it. enough quarters, you could do that and just kind of esca- right, excavate your way down <laughs> to it. You know, like, all right, this one's loose. Now this one's loose. Now this one's loose. Now I can get what I want. I do remember. All right, we have to turn down the volume on the... Uh... Somebody's making noise, and they're going to get banned. I don't know who it is. Muted. 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 You suck. Muted. Died in fire. Puts her hates her gut. She ain't got to talk anyways. Muted. All right, all done. Right. All right, now, a funny story. This happened about three or four years ago. In fact, we still got the stupid thing upstairs. Um, notice the cool uh, logo here, like the guild tabard here for a clan imperial guard. I right. like that. That's the golden laurel leaf. So, laurel leaf. Our, uh, anyways. We're, we're spelling out clan imperial guard? We're not doing the no. 1G or anything? No, no, no. Okay. I want them to know who just kicked their ass. Okay. It's like, oh, 1G, what the hell's that? No, I want them typing it in, going to Google, <laughs> clan imperial guard. I want to see what these fuckers are. And then it'll show them. Our website and everything else. Exactly. Okay. It's kind of funny how many people are in the guild that are like, all right, show us tonight Sunday. What show? Who are you? Really? In 1G? Yeah. Well, I mean, because remember, it's primarily made up of listeners now. Although, some of the guys have finally come back. Uh, Molten just re-signed up. Desperado, I just got in contact with him a couple days ago. I'm still, you know, Arthro said he's going to jump on now that we're at 60. So you're saying we're getting the, the, we're we're getting getting the, band, the band back, back together. together? Yeah, Neba just got out of the army. He just messaged me the other day on the forums that he's out of the uh, service. So he's looking to get back into it. So we're, we're getting more people back. Speaking of that, I, I wanted to, I, I noticed something on there like about two weeks ago. And it doesn't really irk me, but something I noticed. The uh, history of Clan Imperial Guard. Okay. I, I seem to be missing from it. 
You are? Yes. Wah, wah. I am not listed as one of the founders of Clan Imperial. I Giant. will be honest with you. I have not looked at that because I did not write the newest incarnation. Are you now, sure you're not there? I'm I'm in the Hall of Fame for Quake 1, right, but I am man. not listed uh, as one of the founders. I could have sworn that you Now, I mean, it's was... not like it ruined my day, but I was like, hey, you know, <laughs> if you're going to spend all that time writing it out, at least put my name in there. Let's see. So, you know, there that is. Founders, but like, but if you if you read, the, there's like a like an article, like a huge long article. Okay. I don't um, know. It's not there. But there's um, I think history of Clan Imperial Guard. I think Jason wrote this up. Let's see. He just sent it to me a copy. Yeah, piece. here we go. I never actually read through the whole damn thing. Da 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 da. Where are we here? Um, on August fifteenth, the team was officially Butcher, formed with the founding members: Emperor Carnadine right. Butcher, Pumpkin King, Mung Maverick. Maverick, Death, and, and that, It's missing you, and it's missing Sloan. You're right. And those weren't... Fu- okay, Maverick, Death, and Incarnate were not founding members. They were just guys who were... I mean, we recruited after we broke off from Clandestine. I was going to say, weren't they from... Clan- they were a different clan, but when yeah. we broke from Clandestine, we just we needed fill-in people, so we grabbed them. That is incorrect. You are right, sir. We're going to edit this bitch right now. All right. Uh... See what I mean? I saw all that. I was like, man, if you're going to write all that out, at least put my you know, freaking name I think in. we've got to update this. It's been a few years, I think. Let's see. No, that you are absolutely right. correct. I even got screenshots with you in them. Yeah, I, I was there. I know I was there. Cause Done. I'd go there freaking twice a week, that stupid shop. That's still my there, money. by the way. It's still in North Homestead? Yeah. They have one in Strongsville, I know. Yeah, they've always had one in Strongsville. I mean, since the mall opened there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, God, when was this made? Uh, June of 2009. Yeah, it's a little out of date. Yeah, 2009 present. So I... Yeah. Okay, that's got to be updated quite a bit because a lot has happened since then. At exactly. any rate, so there it is. Okay. But where the hell was I going with this? Oh, yeah, Mr. Green. Anyways, three years ago, this is at... Uh, we went to Dave & Buster's. All right, we go there on New Year's Eve. We usually go to dinner at White Oaks, and we go to, to Dave & Buster's mm-hmm. for games. And Mystic Man is much the same as Highlander here with the using the crane to get stuff out of it. Now, Valerie, I'm in the same boat as you. I cannot win anything to save my life. No. I went to, we got there. I go to the bathroom. I come back. She's got two of them already in her hand for a little crane game. She's drunk. And it's like, it's like, no, <laughs> no, no, no. I've no, never no. tried a drunk. See, for me, the key is. I'm you, talking like, you like kinda, blitzed drunk. Wow. Play. You, you kind of you inch it up, and then you go on the other side. And you're looking over on this side, and you kind of you know, look at that. Then you go over here. It's like a trigonometry question. Kind of looking at <laughs> yeah, like look this, three different dimensions. From both sides. Like, okay, I look at the other side. Okay, we should be good. And here we go. And it usually comes down and you grab it. But anyways, there's they have this giant. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. We'll get to this next. Oh, my we God. Get, uh, anyways, there's this giant crane with like huge stuffed animals, like three, four feet long. Mm-hmm. All right, and there's these three jocks there, and they're with, with their girlfriends. Oh God, they were smoking hot too. Anyways, and they're they're trying to do the crane thing, and they're like, oh, and they're you know they're obviously been drinking. They got drinks in their hands. And uh-huh. they're, they're you know mouthing back and forth. They're gonna do this, that, and the other, and they must swipe their cards to Dave and Buster's. I don't know how many times. It's like a buck a play. So they must have sank 10, 15 bucks in this game. They don't even move a thing, not even budge any of the toys. There's like full basketballs in there and everything else. Oh, well, you're not going to get a yeah. basketball. Oh, that's what they're trying for. Well, like that's, Cavaliers that's, basketball. See, that's what, I'm, that's what I was trying to say before. You have to go for the right. stuff that's easier to get. You're not going to get a basketball. So they walk away, and just as they're walking away, Mystic Man kind of stumbles. And I mean stumble because she's on heels and she's drunk. And she kind of stumbles up there, and she looks at it, and she goes, mm, and she's humming to herself some song. I have no idea. <laughs> and I'm sitting there, and I'm like, 
This is like an idiot savant type. This is like the drunken master. Let's see if she's actually going to pull this off. She swipes the card, and she's kind of nodding her head back and forth, left and right, kind of humming to herself. She's you know moving the controller left and right and up and down, left and right. And the crane goes down, and then I see her fold her arms, and she's going, goes down, picks up this giant shark, this Damon Buster shark. This thing's got to be three feet long, four feet long. We have it upstairs. Picks it up, drops it in the bin. She reefs underneath it, grabs it, walks over to me. He's like, here you go, hon. I want you something, and hands me this shark. I'm like, wow. So now a guy carrying around a shark that my woman won for me. That does seem backwards. That does seem a little backwards. I kind of feel like I'm less masculine. But I felt more masculine than three douchebags who spent 15 bucks <laughs> trying to get anything out for their woman. Couldn't get uh, any of them, even to budge. And my drunk wife gets up, a girlfriend at the time, gets up there and takes it right out. Nice. The only other game I'm master at it, like kind of like that, is uh, Whack a Mole. You ever go to the uh, music park the or theme parks? But I you have, use your hands instead of the actual. I, no, I don't use my hands. No, uh, but actually, I literally, I and care. I'm not making this up to sound cool. I have never, <laughs> ever lost at Whack a Mole. I'm gonna be honest. I don't know. Never. That, that doesn't make you as cool as you might. Think. <laughs> I know it doesn't sound cool. But I, I mean, I'm not making this up to sound cool. I, but I I'm just wanted to whack them all. So. I just wanted to say. Because I figured that if, if I tell people I've never lost in that game, they're going to be like, no, that's, that's, that's bullshit. Hey, like, no, seriously, dude. No, I have never lost in that game. <laughs> <laughs> uh, seriously, never lost. The, um, I, I, use, um, I, I use the whatever they have, the hammer, the mallet, or whatever. Yeah, the mallet. But I use, I, I use it with, with both hands. I don't just hold it like with this and go like So like, like the, the like so like two-gun mojo here. So like you hold it, and then you take like the, the top of the hammer, and then you, you just go down like that, and then you, you whack him. <laughs> oh, my God. Highlander is the coolest guy ever. ever. <laughs> well, who, who am I to argue with the truth? What can uh, I say? Zan- Your whack-a-mole prowess. My, 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 my whack-a-mole you, school. Sir. Yeah, that's right. Well, everyone's got to be good at something. He Apparently, ret- I'm good at whack. He retconned him out of the 1G history. <laughs> <laughs> Deleted. Uh, Use the drink, Mim. He got married. It was lost with the proposal. Master DJ Whacker. <laughs> Seriously. Never lost I, I love that. We're going to cut that. In fact, then left, cut that out. I want to have that as a drop-in. I'm not, I'm not making this up to sound cool or anything, but I have never lost a whack <laughs> Uh No, no, I'm really ashamed that I brought it up. <laughs> that is what shames you? Yeah, I, I, not uh, your blatant racism <laughs> week in, week out? Blatant. That's what you... <laughs> All right. This is from OneUp.com, and you have, to, you have to appreciate the picture. It's this Benny Hill-looking guy in a police uniform holding up a V from Vendetta mask. And the title is Suspected PSN Hackers Arrested in Spain. They have since been released with no charges filed as of yet. So apparently they arrested the mask but let the people go. The Spanish police announced in a press release today with three anonymous members in Spain have been arrested who are suspected of being involved with the April attack on the PlayStation Network. The breach resulted in the service going down for nearly a month and millions of users' personal data compromised. Sony has said the attack would cost the neighborhood of $171 million, which, if I remember correctly, we all called bullshit one and all. Right. One of the three had a server in his apartment believed to be involved without only the PSN attack, but other attacks on banks, various countries, government websites, and more. Exact dates for when the arrest took place were not specified, only that they had been taking place sometime after May 18th. All three, who reside in Barcelona, Alicante, and Elmeria, have been released without bail, according to the New York Times. Take it with a grain of salt. That means they have jack shit. Right. 
and this is Spain, so I question, you know, how good their you know police work is. You know, they're Spanish. What does that mean? I don't know. I just <laughs> it's Euro hate. It's, just, it's, it's European. They suck. Well, it was like those Italians, the Italian police. Do you know they're prosecuting a, a fucking scientist because an earthquake happened? Did you hear about this? No, right. really? The head of the Earthquake Commission in Italy is being brought up on charges. The government is prosecuting them for not warning them that a uh, big earthquake they had a, a couple months ago was imminent. That they could have evacuated all these people out had he warned them that an earthquake was coming. Why didn't he warn anybody? Can you predict an earthquake happening, Highlander? Well, isn't that their job? Nobody can saying? predict an earthquake. You can, yeah, you can't Otherwise, predict an earthquake. The Japanese well, not, not are like, some swimming lessons. Not like to the day or whatever, but they didn't, they didn't oh, have they any didn't inkling was that was coming. coming. They had no idea. It just happens. You can't predict any earthquakes. Yeah, look at that American chick that's in jail, too, for that murder. That's some questionable, some shady shit going on there. Anyways, continuing. It might seem like a sign of progress, though one expert believes this won't make any sort of impact on Anonymous. Of course it won't. Wow, you got three people? This it's, isn't the first time. It's in the name. Right. <laughs> it's not the first time somebody has, you know, has pinched an anonymous guy. Who cares? Bloomberg spoke with John Darcy from the University of Notre Dame, who says the three, quote, weren't anybody major, unquote, and that the C server, quote, is not a server anyone is going to miss, unquote. The Spanish police's English Twitter account claimed what it had done was dismantle the anonymous hacker group in Spain. <laughs> wow. It so to- I guess the anonymous hacker consisted of well, three kids in a dark it. room with a server. <laughs> the <laughs> problem <laughs> solved. You got us, Spain. The Drink, internet gives up. Drinks are on me, boys. Oh, we we found a V from Vendetta mask. That's how we knew we got them all. Because we saw the movie, and there was only one guy in there that had a mask. That's right. He referred to the three as anonymous leaders in a subsequent tweet. Jeez. This is, <laughs> is somebody, do they run for office over there for their police positions? Or, maybe, I mean, maybe they do. Maybe they do. Where's the camera? It might seem like a sign of... Okay, hang on. On more than one occasion, Anonymous has pleaded innocence over the PSN attack. Assuming that to be true, it doesn't mean that none of its members could have been involved. Sony itself has fingered Anonymous as the possible perpetrator. A number of other attacks have not have hit non-gaming divisions of Sony in recent weeks, and other game companies have been targeted as well. The hacker group LulzSec, L-U-L-Z-S-E-C, has claimed responsibility for many of the attacks on Sony, as well as the one on Nintendo. Before they realized, it's worse if we just leave it up. <laughs> After several weeks of downtime, PSN was brought back online May the 14th, followed by the PlayStation Store on June the 1st. Sony's offering PSN users a three, I'm sorry, free year of identity theft protection. By the way, have either of you guys gotten, I don't know if you ever had PSN accounts. Did you download the games? I don't, I don't have I, a PSN account. I have an Xbox, so obviously I use Xbox okay. Live. Right. right. I have both, but I use both. But no, I have not downloaded either. I, I meant to. Little Rex is Emp, I need a hug. I have a huge exam to write tomorrow, and I'm going to get my ass beaten worse than legal the Halo fag tender. Okay. Scares me. <laughs> By the way, happy birthday, Varyar. Thank you. Out of the way. Appreciate it. You made it a whole quarter century. Wow. wow. Uh, you know, once you hit twenty-four, it's all downhill. Uh, God, I, the yeah, best I parts know. of your life are behind you. That's Actually, so now. Now sad. I think you can. <laughs> I, I, I think twenty-five was like the last major. Yeah, I can rent a car. You, you, you can Throw rent a, a car party without uh, having to pay exorbitant fees. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. I, uh, I just drank heavily and cried. There you go. <laughs> I cried. <laughs> wow. In 25 that order? In a long I don't want to be 25. Or did you cry first and then drink? 
Uh, I'm not exactly sure what order it took place. Okay, well, in, if you're not sure, then yeah. obviously you drank first and then cried. Probably. Oh, great. How worse is it us next year? Then he's crying at 25. What the hell are we gonna do? I don't know. Slitter That's a valid point. Yeah, yeah, That's just it, boys. It's over. Closing up shop. I <laughs> <laughs> had to talk myself down from the roof. Analysts explain Nintendo's tumbling stock tumbling price. Tumbling stock price? Right, really? Hang on. They just announced their big thing. It, it, yeah, but you have to understand. It suck that bad. Yeah, that even yes, it does. You have to understand. Uh, yeah. The blowback from the gaming community has been bad. People look at this thing like you were talking about before we right. got on the air. Uh-huh. It's a fucking Tron disc, and that's the only thing it's going to be because you're waving around and throwing it. That's it. Right. It's disc golf. It just costs 300 bucks. All right. Not to mention, I got to think that they might. You may have grounds for a copyright infringement lawsuit. Not really. There's there's other tablets out there. No, no. I'm saying you personally. Me personally. may be able to sue Nintendo for theft of your intellectual property, or specifically the retard that was at Disneyland. I find it very suspect that this show has become as popular as it has been, <laughs> and they named the next one Why You. Why You. That's exactly what it sounds like, too. Why You. <laughs> I never thought of that. That's right. That's the first thing I thought of. Actually, a couple of people posted that on the uh, VTW forums. They made mention that, like, oh, by the way, this thing sounds exactly like, why are you? And it looks like someone <laughs> retard made it, so, you know. <laughs> well, uh, Shiguya right there does have sort of a uh, why you face going on right there. What the hell's we mean, anyways? I, re- I remember somebody told we? me. But yeah, like, yeah, like we is in, like, a collective. W-I-I. Like, all of us. That's what it means? Like, we, like, W-E. No, d- okay, that's no, what it means. But, but uh, it's W-I-I because it's Japanese, and it's, you have to be hip and cool. Which means it's you goofy know? as shit. That's like when something's extreme, it's X. To you know that, that kind right. Of thing. Oh, that's a we. stupid fat. So, too, so, so. So, so we, you is supposed to be like all of us and you, because that's what the so that's what they said at the press conference when I saw it. That's it's idiotic. Supposed to be like it's supposed to be made for everyone it like a and you. Thing? That's a, you're right. I that that yeah, I that's stupid. I, I, I that's well, all that's, the time the Wii's been that's out. That's what I never the Nintendo guy said. I'm just passing on. You do realize the video games really cater to the antisocial. So naming a gaming system like we everybody. No wonder everybody wants that's, this thing. Uh, Fuck you. I don't want to be part of you. I don't like you. That's a valid point. I hate 90% of people I meet. I'm a little higher. I'm at like 92. That's, that's You'll no get way to there. Live. You're only 25. God, I uh, I've, I've, yeah, I've got time to become cynical. You're ahead better. of the curve. You're ahead of the curve. Well, Tyler, I think you like everybody, which I can't figure it out. Why? I don't know. I try to. I just treat everyone the same, and uh, that way if someone treats me nicely, I'm... So do I. They're all the stupid retards. <laughs> I treat everyone the same too. I just assume they're assholes. See, the other reason I just I, I just don't want to die like a bitter old man like the you, you two guys are going to be what? sitting on your porch. Like, I hate everyone. Die Get like off a my lawn. Got a porch, dude. Listen, Get a deck. <laughs> I'm 25. I'm going to be that guy screaming, "Get off my lawn!" You are that guy rifle. right now. I know. That's my point. I, I'm, I'm only 25, and I'm there. Kids on Xbox. You Who little bastards. Get all their life. Get Shut off the my fuck flag. up, you bastard. <laughs> you called me an ass hat. I'm going to teach you some new words, you little shit. By the way, I have not checked the email, but I, I challenged everybody who uh, was going to play online this week to use your little catchphrase from last week in a gaming set. What was the What was the catchphrase? Well, go ahead and tell, <laughs> tell a story because you got to hear this shit. <laughs> all right, but, all right. Real quick though, uh, before okay. he gets to it, I said I told everybody, you know, because everybody follows hysterical. Use this in a game, and then write to me, Emperor One G Cox said, and tell me your game experience when you use this on some unsuspecting person on the internet. All right, so um, back when my roommate was here before he moved to Georgia, we used to play Black Ops a lot. And I would wear the headset because I was the shit talker, and we just leave it so it came out of the speakers and uh-huh. the headset and everything. Right, right. Um, so we're playing, and I, I don't remember what I did. I, I can't remember what it was that, that brought this on or whatever. Um, but you know how, like, 
11, 12, 13 year old, you'll hear that, you bastard, get away from there. That's my kill. You stole it or whatever it was. Yeah, yeah, you know? whine, yeah. And normally you ignore them, but every once in a while they piss me off. So I start, I go off. Um, this one kid, we were playing on, uh, I think it was Jungle on, on Black Ops. Um, kid called me an asshat, you know, mm-hmm. you asshat or whatever. So I told him to shut his fucking mouth or I'd come over there and tongue punch his mom's fart box. And <laughs> tongue punch. Yeah, it was your uh, mother's fart box. I may, I still maintain that I reacted appropriately, but <laughs> but that's and you know and then uh, about 5 seconds or so later an older uh, an adult got on the headset and started yelling at me for inappropriate, you know, inappropriate language. I'm just trying to spend some quality time with my son and you're using language like that. So really? I swore- your, your son's saying asshat. Yeah, well that was my point. That's what I said. I was like your son said he called me an asshat. What the hell are you going to do about it, you know? And then uh so anyways, this went back and forth for a couple seconds. You know, he calling me a jackass and me telling him that I was the reason that the online play couldn't be raided by the ESRB. <laughs> <laughs> and eventually they left the game, but that was that was probably my proudest moment as an Xbox liver. Was yeah. Wow. But so so hence the challenge to our listeners to go ahead and use that in a game setting. Record your uh, reactions and reactions <laughs> from your victim and send them to me. I don't know if anybody did. I haven't checked it out yet. And I have noticed this, <clears throat> having played in... I keep bumping you. We've got to get a bigger table. Yeah. By the way, how do you like my new desk? Oh, this is a new desk? I didn't even know. You, r- really? Really, yeah. It wow. looks kind of similar. Well, the, what? I, I'm looking at the old. The older one's darker, I suppose, but... I don't look at anything like it. It's huge. I guess I wasn't paying attention to it. I guess not. Yeah, I've got the... It's, uh, I've got, it's like, a nice desk? Yes, it, it is. It's actually huge. It, it has drawers <laughs> and is made of wood. Yeah. It's actually kind of a, a little uncomfortable as a... Uh, uh, takes some getting used to because i got i gotta have to lift my you know ch- my chair all the way up to kind of you know reach to the top without oh you know, like to this. compensate yeah, okay. yeah how'd that go again what was that what because i'm like this so like, no you're like you're like, you're like this like what what is that <laughs> the flippy wrist yeah, yeah the yeah, flippy yeah, wrist so i want to play world of Warcraft the other day i just talking to my mother and i had all these feelings you know and she just pisses me off. <laughs> <laughs> I just have to go out and dance. Just get our shoes. Fun of me because of the way I'm doing my limp thing. He sounds like one of them, and he's making yeah. fun of me. Yeah, I can see it. Yeah. Occasionally, occasionally yeah. I can see it. Would you yeah. say I'm gay or hear it? Well, looks like you've seen one up close. <laughs> and compensating for compensation desk, for something. <laughs> the desk smells of rich mahogany. <laughs> <laughs> I love that movie. Love all that that whole little row right there. All, so quotable. Anchorman and right. Talladega Nights. And oh, before Will Ferrell went straight downhill. And, yeah. yeah, you know, what the hell happened ru- to him anyway. I don't know. Speaking of that, what happened to Jim Carrey? He's been on top of the world. Penguins. You see that movie he's coming yeah. out with, Mister Popper's Penguins? What's I that? haven't seen anything about this. Okay, so it's, it's it's from what I see by the trailers, it's a guy who inherits penguins. And he goes full out penguin, like he turns his house all into ice and stuff, and penguins are like sliding on their belly down the stairs or whatever. And he's in he's in penguin heaven because because he because it's his penguins and he's got them. He's a bitter divorced man who doesn't pay enough attention to his kids, so some uncle that dies sends him a box of penguins to teach him how to be good to his children. It's kind of like liar liar with animal life. That sounds retarded. I'm, I'm, I'm sure it's based on some stupid children's book or whatever, but... Everything I, else is. Right. Why not? But I was like, wow, how the, how the mighty have fallen? Jim Carrey. 
That's yeah. That's that's sad. Jim Jim Carrey used to command twenty million dollars a movie. Nobody commands it anymore these days because nobody can afford it. There's I a don't reason. know. I, I, I think they paid Johnny Depp like $45 million for the recent Pirates one. Okay, the reason Pretty why sure. is because it made $600 million in three weeks. Right. But by and large, that's an anomaly. Even the, the you know, A-list actors are not getting paid what they used to because you know, the economy is in the toilet. Nobody wants to take a chance on anything. There's a reason why we get regurgitated you know, shit year in and year out is because nobody wants to take a chance on anything. Which is sad. Well, you know, because yeah, a lot of the good ideas, and I've said this about TV for a long time, but it always seems to me like the, the coolest, most interesting, most revolutionary shows, they get canceled after a season. Yes. Yeah. Or they make it a season and a half, and then mid-season they get cut or whatever. Mm-hmm. They're always getting cut for these retarded reality shows that, you know, a bunch of moron mouth breathers yeah, I, yes. I, I sit on the couch. Shows. I hate so you know, I'm with you. I can't, I can't stand the, it. And the reason why is what? They're cheap to make and people watch. Cheap to make it's lowest common watch. denominator. Yes, you know oh, if you have to if you have to pay. There was a there was a show called Kings that I really really liked. Um, I don't know if either of you saw it. I have not. No, I never saw it. I'll be honest. I think you guys might like it. I don't know. Um, it was kind of like a David Goliath updated modern times kingdom type of deal. It was it was a pretty decent little show, but you had to pay attention. Um, you had to kind of know what was going on because every episode tied into the others, and if you missed one, you were out. You, oh, it's kind of like uh, kind of like the killing. You ever see that one on AMC? No, actually. That just started, I, oh, actually. Uh, I've heard of it. I haven't. Yeah, that one. That one. You kind of have to. It's it's kind of Twin Peaksy. You got to pay you attention. Have to you have what's to on. follow what's going on. Yeah. Canceled after a season. I thought it was a great show. Yes. I really liked it. Canceled after a season, you know, because people don't want to keep up with it. So instead, they watch Survivor. So you know, believe it or not. Um, have, have you ever seen? I'm, I'm sure both of you have seen the Naked Gun movies. Yes. Yep. Have Have you seen the television series? Police Squad. Police Squad. No, not. I have not. not. No, no, it no. was only It was only six episodes before it got canceled, and I had at one time. I don't know if I still do. It's around somewhere. I had like the the DVDs, like the complete series or whatever, and they did an interview with with Leslie Nielsen, and they they asked, well, how come this show is only six seasons or six episodes, and they said, well, you know what what I think was the reason why is because you had to pay attention. It wasn't yeah. just a show that you could just turn on in the background and then you know do the dishes or you're doing something else. You had to literally sit there and watch everything because there was so much you know visual gag going on and so much innuendo that in order to appreciate every episode, you had to really pay attention and watch everything. And the public, for whatever reason, didn't want to do that. Well, this is the same. I mean, the, again, a somewhat tangential you know rant or whatever. But this is the same reason people don't read anymore. This is the same yes. pe- pe- reason people watch these idiot reality shows. They don't want to put in the effort. I mean, it may be a hundred times better story, but I don't want to pay attention. I just uh-huh. want to sit here and eat my Cheetos and space out. Right. Yes. You know, it's, it's, I don't know, it annoys see, me. See, to me, Firefly was that kind of show, too, where it was, it was a genre that didn't really fit with everybody because it was cowboys in space. So I like Firefly. Uh, I loved it. I Great show. Phenomenal. You know, it's weird, too, because these shows yeah, only last. It was okay. I know you're eh. I mean, ignoring I thought, me, Josh, I thought it was Josh Whedon was a one-trick pony. He no. came out with Buffy Two-trick that pony. pony. Oh, that's right. He did write the story it. for uh, Toy Story, so he's got two-trick pony. Three-trick pony, because Firefly <laughs> was one of them. <laughs> <laughs> I, no, I really, I really liked Firefly. I, I thought it was very well written. I thought they had a perfect cast. I agree. You know, I, I, I'm, I'm not huge a huge Nathan guy. See, I'm not. I'm not a huge Nathan really? Fillion guy. I, I you know, Castle is okay. Uh, you know, I, I don't watch Castle. I, I've seen it. I've seen like the first half of the first season that I was done. Uh-huh. You know, I, I think he's funny. I think he's okay. But with Firefly, that was him. That was his role. 
That's where yes. he shined. And that see for me, it's not. I don't watch everything he does. I uh-huh. don't care. I don't think he's that great. But in Firefly, he's awesome. Did you like him in uh, Doctor Horrible Sing Along Blog? Haven't seen it. Never saw it. Nope. It's a uh, internet thing. It's uh, Doctor Horrible, who's played by uh, Neil Patrick Harris. Okay. It's supposed to be a blog, like a like a like a vlog or whatever. Uh huh. But it, it turns into like a musical. It's kind of strange. He, he's just like evil genius, like a Doctor Evil kind of character. He's trying to take over the world. But then it, he does his laundry at a laundromat, and he falls in love with this girl that does her laundry there, too. But he's, like, afraid to talk to her because he doesn't know what she'll say, what if she rejects him, that kind of thing. So he, he, he blogs about it in, <laughs> in, 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 like, a musical form. But then, anyway, the, the antithesis of that is, um, I, can't, I always forget his name, the guy you were talking about from Firefly. Nathan Fillion. Yeah, him, yeah. He's, he's the hero. I can't remember his name. He's Captain something or other. But he, he comes across as like a, like a douchebag kind of guy. Like, he's like, I'm the hero and I know it kind of thing. And that's his girlfriend. So there's this, like, oh, dual okay. thing going on. He, Dr. Horrible's trying to take over the world with his crazy, crazy weapons and all that. But he's also trying to win the affections of his girlfriend at the same time. Interesting. EXE, yes, Kings was awesome. Kings was very nice. I like that. Little Rex, I'll have you know I hated reading long before it became cool. Good. Then you and the Castle Fag would get along. We go Tinder hates reading. Did you see the Castle episode where uh, he, uh, it's the Halloween episode, and he dresses up as uh, Mal from Firefly? Wait, wh- I'm sorry, which episode? Castle. Uh, oh, it, Castle? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. I don't think so. Apparently, like, uh, I don't know why. I don't know if he's ad-libbing it or if they just deliberately write it in, but I, I guess there's a great many... One-liners and dialogue from the Firefly episodes that they kind of work into Castle. And I'll show you on YouTube. It's, it's a funny little clip. But anyways, it's a Halloween episode, and Castle's dressing up to go to some Halloween party. And he comes out, and he's dressed up as Mal Reynolds. He got the yeah. Mal Reynolds with a gun. And so I was like, what the hell are you? She's like, well, Space Cowboy. She's like, Weren't you, didn't you wear that outfit like six years ago or something like that? So like, I will have, have you know this is my favorite outfit. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of funny. I like that. That is. That reminds so, me of the. Uh, there was a crappy detective show with James Earl Jones, and he, and he goes really? into a, and I, and <laughs> okay. and I, yeah. But the 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 punchline of this is uh, he goes into a video store to interrogate someone, and then he turns around and he runs into a cardboard cutout of Darth, Darth Vader. Vader. <laughs> <laughs> that was really funny. Yeah, it reminded me of that. I like those those kind of inside the jokes or or, or humor because you have to pay attention. Like, what? Oh, I get it now. Well, but you know what? That that ties back into what started this. People don't want to pay attention. Right. Right. You know, and and there's so much more you can get out of it if you do. Samia says, uh, Sam says, five minutes of survival and feel like my brain is draining away. Now, see, and that's the problem. Everybody talks to say, well, I don't watch reality TV. Well, I don't care. I hate it. I'm not going to watch it. And yet, tens of millions of people out there are watching. So either everybody's lying to me or I. Well, if if I was Shit. to take a guess, I would say that your circle of friends and no, the people in and the people who listen to the show probably, you know, they they agree with you obviously why they're okay, listening. But so I, they they probably <laughs> don't watch reality shows. But I do converse with people that are are outside my circle. In fact, I do it on a regular basis at work and, and TV and stuff like that comes up. I, I I overhear a lot of conversations too. I'm not the most talkative guy at work, right? You know, uh, and I hear about this stuff all the time and. It's pretty much universal hatred of reality shows. I'm thinking to myself, everybody knows it sucks. Everybody knows Maybe they it's, just... it's unintelligent entertainment. Well, and I use entertainment very loosely. Right. By the way, Skins got canceled. 
I read it. that a couple days ago. Well, and, and not surprised. Pulled a plug on that. Not at all. Not surprised. I can't believe it lasted this long. Uh, I, I think maybe people just say that because it's it's cool to say because it, it it always seems to be that when something's popular, counterculture, it's, it's it's cooler to no man, I don't like that because everyone else likes it's it. It's conformist kind of thing, yeah. <laughs> like like every anime fan or sci-fi fan or whatever, when something's really popular, like no, I don't like it's it. Like, when Dragon Ball Z, I hate Dragon Ball. Exactly, you're a Naruto. It's it's the same. You know. Exactly. Xanth, do you think mindless sheep are capable of handling the Emperor's court? I only want I don't know. You guys are doing sheep. okay. <laughs> <laughs> I actually like the one right under that. Found an app that helps you impress chicks who are into literature. Picking up women? There's an app for that. <laughs> poetry. There's, there's an app fantastic. for everything. There is. It it's... gives you nice quotes and some examples of modern poetry. This were... I got news for you. The next chick I meet that actually reads poetry and has an interest in it, and it isn't some cliche weirdo out of you know a television show will be the first. I love anybody who reads poetry. I don't know if any chick does, you know, I just want a guy who likes poetry and walks on the beach. Those women no longer exist. Uh, not true. Yes, true. No, met one. Attract- dated one. Attractive one? I had, I, okay. Ex- you know what? Hold on. I, I'll, assume or- she, I, I assume she read poetry, but I, I dated a girl for a little bit that wrote poetry. Yeah, I, I know but, one who wrote prolifically. But she was an English literature major, so. Well, I, okay. A uh, few and far between, my point. Right. I, look, do you think that kids up and coming today, the the you know the women and all that, twenty and younger, anything they write poetry? No, no, they're, they're whores. <laughs> That's all they breed today are sluts. It's getting violent over Wow, all of them. God, yes, am, am all I of wrong? Them. Are you wrong? No, well, I'm not. I talked to everyone twenty and under, so they're over eighteen. It's cool. <laughs> I had a buddy used to say, man, I keep getting older, but high school girls keep staying the same age. <laughs> they're young enough to bleed, they're young enough to breed, right? Good God. <laughs> and then and then another buddy who said, Good man, the, the best kind you can get is the one you have to take the diaper off of. That was pretty disgusting. That horrible. <laughs> yes. That was the intent. Oh, You man. did not really what? rape infants. My, my buddy used to say. What are you what, what are you looking at on your He's phone? Trying I'm trying to yeah, Oh, you're trying to find uh, the poetry app. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. uh, okay. Poetry girls go around in herds and they're all ugly. I mean, these are not these are not women. Yeah, the one girl I was about ugly. to disprove although, that. Although you, you probably wouldn't have liked her because she was kind of already like she had she always wore like a hat and like hippie? a scarf. Nah, not a hippie, but uh there's like, uh, okay, there's like, a black sheep you, and everything, but you probably call her artsy fartsy. They'll probably be probably be what you'd call her. Little Rex, it's a golden age we live in now, Emp. They're all whores. Right, here we go. We're liberated. We're wearing nothing outside. Little black app <laughs> to try and find no, no, no. one specific chick here. There we go. Not the best, but at least it's a picture, so you can see. Oh, as soon as it loads up, here. okay. Um, I, oh, oh, it. I touched it. I touched it. That's my bad. That's uh, what she said. Oh, hey, got him. Hey, yo, singer. It's like, man, my sister's so hot. Or is this a cousin? What? Like, my cousin's so hot. It, my buddy used to say that. Oh, okay. Greg's okay. like. Uh, all right. Yeah, she's not bad. Yeah, she's a, yeah, okay. Yeah, it's That's not the one. best picture, but yeah. I still have five minutes. I don't. Uh, I'm, I'm not down with that smile though. Is she trying no, to be goofy like, or no? That's a goofy pic. It's oh, the okay. first one I could load. I've gotten like no reception down here. Oh, okay, so I've got reception. Do you? Well, you're like two feet away from a wireless network that isn't particularly protected during show. I don't see why you can't get. Uh, it's oh, like I, a have Wi-Fi an, I have. Yeah, I have the Wi-Fi turned off. Oh well, okay, there you go. That's why. Well, anyways, um, anyways, uh, my buddy Greg used to see this in high school. He's like, man, my cousin's so hot, and his cousin was attractive. So uh-huh. I'm like, you, 
you're not really going to touch yeah. it. I was like, I don't know, man. If you can't keep it in the pants, keep it in the family. I'm like, oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> really? Ah, <laughs> uh, goodness. Anyways, we're way over for a break here. I, I just realized we All just right. kind of kept on going. All right, folks. We'll be back here in about uh, 10 minutes to kick you to break. When we come back, what do we got tonight, Highlander? We got... Uh, um, well, I, I had forgotten that uh, that stupid video game moment and forbidden knowledge that I sent to you. Okay. You guys did. Right. So, I mean, unless you want me to repeat them. You have the quickening? I do have the quickening. All right, maybe we can find something in between. We could do a this or that. Yes, we could. Okay. I don't know. Uh, yeah, we'll do this or that. So we got that. We got the quickening. I haven't melted down in a while. I got close last week. Yeah. I kinda, what did you get? What, bad what, mood. What did you melt down on? The hell did I melt down on? The Wii U? It, no. I was going to say, it's not that crazy. I don't know. Uh, I, I, think, I can't shit. think of anything in the news that's happened that would really piss you off that much. Or maybe it was Tender I melted down on because of a stupid console <laughs> gaming shit. I don't know. I'll think about it. If anybody remembers what I got pissed off about last week, let me know. I honestly there's don't. so much I got to be mad I mean, about. It's kind of hard to keep track of everything. Uh, we've probably got the mailbag. I'm sure there's stuff in the mailbag. There is mailbag. Uh, not a huge mailbag, but there's some. So get your comments in emperor1gacox.net. We'll do it at the top of the uh, next hour. Mailbag before we go into the break. Gentlemen, following the show, shall we uh, retreat or uh, repair here to our nice lounging furniture to watch the rest of the NBA Finals in the hopes that LeBron goes down tonight? I'm in for that. That'd be phenomenal. What time is it on? Seven thirty is tip off. Oh, okay. So by the time we're done, we should just we should be in time to watch What's them the go down to defeat. Yes, yep. fantastic. Yep, fantastic. All right, so we have a plan. I know I have to get up early tomorrow, but it's worth it if I get to see that. Some of the I don't things. have to get up early. I have, no. work, I have to work at three. So I have to work at ten, but that's not that bad. Nah. <sighs> Wait till you guys get a real job. I don't want a real job. <laughs> I don't want to grow up. <laughs> I want to be toys with a kid. <laughs> I knew it was coming. All right, folks, we'll be back in about 10. Welcome back. This is Mystic Mim, and you're listening to the Emperor's Court. You can micro me any day. I am invincible! Invincible! Yeah! Ah! All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're back here at the Emperor's Court on First World Productions, VTWProductions.com. I am your host, the Emperor, joined to you by Highlander. Always a pleasure. And Varyard. I'm still drinking. <laughs> <laughs> and I see our veritable leaders have had a staff meeting while we have been on the air. And I'm reading all about it and some things here. Things we things can't talk about. Jump out I'm, at me. I'm surprised you even brought it up. And not in a good way. I bring it up because it actually was taking place while we were on the air, which okay. I was not aware of since nothing was ever posted as a time or place. Uh, let's see. Apparently there is some kind of error on the other threads. Love the show. Love the guild. It says 10 to win. I'm just reading the 1G World of Warcraft forums in the BTW forums website. Although most everything we've been doing has to move to the 1G website. I wish it makes sense. I mean, we're running yeah. a... a a 1G clan, we're not going to do it from here. So, Makes sense to me. Anyways, gentlemen. Yes. I got nothing. You got nothing? Where are we going to go with this? Oh, yeah, the mailbag. Emperor1GACox.net. Get your emails and comments in now. We will get to the top of the hour at 8 o'clock. Uh, we went a little long, so we may get a little long tonight, depending on how much topics and how much shit we got going on. Um, real quick programming notes. This is kind of an odd thing. We're doing a Sunday night show. Are we agreed that we want to make Sunday night our more permanent night? Basically, it all comes down to really what your two gentlemen's schedule is. I can make myself available for most nights. 
most things. Right. The, Sa- I mean, either Saturday or Sunday are both fine for me at this point. Uh, whenever. I mean, I can I can work with it. I, I, I can do my best. The problem is the, the place I work, they want me to close, like, all the time. So every time I work is always closing. Right. So, and I'm, I'm trying to find a day where I can get, like, a regular day off, but right now I just can't. So uh, if, if it's going to be Sundays, that's fine. I will do everything I can in my power to make sure I don't have – to do anything on Sunday, or if I do, to see if I can give it away or swap with someone. Do you know what your schedule is for like next that. week? Uh, they're on a Wednesday to Tuesday schedule there. Really? I have never heard of that That's ever. That's an odd schedule. That's very yeah. odd. It's, it's, since I started working there, my days have Pardon all me. been screwed up. I, don't, I wake up and I'm like, what, what freaking day is it? I don't even remember. What about so you, Warrior? I don't find out until Wednesday. Okay, so we're not going to know for you. Only they do it week to week, not two weeks in advance? No, week to week. That sucks. I know. I, I mean, we're at my, at my place, we're week to week right now, but I mean, like I said, I can, I can fudge whatever I need to to okay. mm-hmm. probably, for the most part, get off when I need to. So do we want to set up for next Sunday? Do we want to start doing that Sunday? Do we want to make the official move? Because we'll be following. Casually Hardcore is off the air right now. They're on a break for a couple of weeks. Uh-huh. So they've just been playing. Uh, Gnomewise was nice enough to do Alpha Geek Radio. They just did a, a two-hour pre-show you know, music fest leading up to our show. So basically nobody listened. Well, I, I, I will say this. There was like 10 people in IRC when I came in at about, I don't know, 4 o'clock-ish. Now, when you listen to music, there's really no reason to be in IRC because there's no discussion going on. Right, you just listen to right. the music. Now, leading up to this show, about 20 minutes to 6 o'clock, everybody started coming in. Now you can see we've got tons of people in here. Right. So, you know, we can do it Sunday night. It kind of sucks for the station because all of their biggest shows are on Sunday. Right. Which kind of thins out the rest of the population. Not to mention there's quite a few shows going on hiatus or are gone or are podcasts only. So, you know... Sucks for them though. Do we again? Do we want to shoot for Sunday? I mean, we got everybody listening tonight. I'm just trying to figure out. I have no. I have no problem with Sunday. Yeah, it's fine by me. Okay, then let's set that up tentatively. We'll start doing the show on Sunday. I will inform those that matter, at least who think they matter. And uh, I was going to say, isn't that everyone in the basement right now? (laughs) 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 Looking in a mirror. Hey, masters of the universe. Manly stuff does not like a Sunday show. Well, what does IRC think about a Sunday show? I'm curious. I guess we probably have to ask the listener base because most of them are used to, I mean, after the last couple of years right. of hearing us on Saturdays, although we were on Fridays previously. Uh, Fridays and Saturdays. What about Sunday? We keep moving you know, back ever know. so slowly. Does this kind of screw with our Australian and New Zealand and Euros? Uh, Four shows on Sunday. Why, Why is everything, is everything on Sunday? Well, yeah. everything's on Sunday, I'm assuming, because everyone works Monday through Friday. Right. I would tell you my preference is not for Sundays, folks. I, I don't like doing them on Sundays. I would prefer to do them on the Saturdays we've been doing or even during the week. However, I must work with the, you know, the schedules of my co-host here. Uh, you know, my schedule is more flexible than theirs, only because my job is pretty standard, at least right now. Like, I mean, again, if it goes to a weeknight, that'll be something I need to juggle. Um, And I I can probably make it work, uh, you know, obviously maybe not 100% of the Uh time, but most of the time. Right now, you know, I told my boss, basically, I get off at 3 on Saturdays. So if we want to be up here on Saturdays, that's fine. I can make it. Um, You know, Sundays, I'm not working Sundays right now, so I can do Sunday. I'm pretty open. Right, right. You know. So apparently it would not work too well for Australian and Kiwi friends in New Zealand and Australia. 
it would kind of suck for the Euros because they got to they got to stay up really late into Monday. Uh, of course, the only count is three fifths of a person. person anyway. That's true. <laughs> well played. Uh, okay, <clears throat> so Saturday is definitively out for you, Hollander. Um, the, like I said, the, the problem is just getting a, a definitive day right, off. Right, right, So I mean, whatever whatever's agreed upon, that's fine. That's when I have to try and start getting that day off or whatever. You know, be it Sunday, be it Wednesday, be it whatever the hell. See, an epic lurker has a point. You have Show X, which is the one with Octail and Go Hex. Then Casually Heart. That's another thing, too. I can't even hear. People got to get the word out that the show's back on the air because I think it's only been like its second week because there's nobody in IRC. Now, I'm sure people are. Majority, the vast majority of your downloads come with podcasts. Oh, yeah. Way, way more people listen to podcasts than they do live. Absolutely. Definitely. So, but I, I don't like having Octail Show and then Casually Hardcore and then ours. That just seems like. I mean, that's one, two, and three, your, your three big shows in the network, back-to-back-to-back, to back to back to back right. on one day. Right. And I, I got to think that people might get exhausted or, yeah, you know, I, I it's, it's awesome, I guess, for well, how much you can tune in for like six hours How hours much cross-pollination is there? I have no idea. Uh, for As far as I know, none for us, because uh-huh. we're on Saturday, it pretty much standing alone. I know right. OX tried to, you know, suck off of us for a while, and that didn't work. And they kept on shifting around for a while. I don't know what he does now. I, or I'm sorry, he's doing he's working with Octail on Sunday. So Saturday was pretty much free and clear, just us. I mean, would it help to move it earlier in the day, or is it a time frame where the whole day is shot? No. Well, for for me, if if that's the day we have, then I, I would try and get the whole day off, so we could do it earlier. But I, he said, there's other shows on Sunday, so we're right. gonna I would we're pref- gonna bounce some show off there. We would we would keep time. the same time zone. We'd go in after Kalaja Hardcore. Again, my preference would be to keep it on Saturdays, if at all possible. But you don't think it's it's you can get Saturdays on a consistent basis. That's my thing. I think it would be kind of difficult. Okay, then fuck. Only, only because <laughs> I'm I'm the the new guy on the totem pole yes, there, right. and who the hell wants to work on Saturday night? You know. All right. So we're gonna do it Friday nights. All right, moving on. No, I just. <laughs> what about Friday nights? No. Um, I, it, I don't know. Damn it, Tylender, commit to something. I can't because my, my schedule changes this all the time. This is your priority. You were doing this long before you decided to this, get a job. This is a priority? <laughs> hey, you want to pay me more than they're paying me? I will gladly make this my priority. Anybody. I want to pay myself. Yeah, but what about Sunday mornings if you have to move? Uh, I don't think Jesus would like that. Yeah, I got mass in the mornings. I mean, I guess it depends on what time we do. And who the hell wants to get up at Sunday morning to right. talk about this? It's not the same. No, none left us to do the show. Oh, that's right. <laughs> you get up at, well, for you, it would be, uh, what, Monday morning now? Is, is, yes. is, it, is it Monday there now? Uh, yes. Okay. Uh, well, yeah, yeah. I am just to point out, you move the show once a year and you take almost as many vacations as Stephen Colbert. Just thought I'd let you know. What the hell are you talking I haven't had a vacation since my honeymoon this time last year, you little douchebag. I can't wait <laughs> to get to my uh, vacation. Emp goes to church. That's out of the question, Deuce. All right. Okay, well, we'll hammer it out. It looks like it's going to be uh, Sunday. So look for the website for details. It looks like it's going to go. With, we're going to go with Sunday. We'll either. figure it out. i got to clear it with the boss to make sure that's cool. Cause God? <laughs> no, my uh, terrestrial boss here on Earth, not the Pope. The man? No, that's not a lot of my religion. Emp's <laughs> <laughs> court in the middle of mass. That would be catastrophic. It's 2.36 and 9.36 in Victoria. So 2.36 a.m. 
And nine thirty six in the morning, Victoria. Okay. Well, it's, I'm assuming I was two two thirty six in in Europe. Yeah, I, I thought I, there were only like five hours ahead. It depends on where in your, where in Europe you are. I guess maybe that's, it's in Russia. Yeah, that's okay. Got to be like sure. east. It helps it's be really what way country. east. Yeah. Victoria, I know, is in. I think. Uh, I think it's Australia, isn't it? Victoria. Yeah. 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 All right. It's the east coast. Ratatsk. Walk through the ball. I will remove it for you <laughs> later. <laughs> I love that. All right. Japanese researchers create holograms you can touch from geek.com. Uh, who hasn't read yet? You haven't. Yes, I did. Okay, then it would be Varyar's turn. All right. Go for it. Most of us understand that a hologram is a projected three-dimensional image made up of beams of light. If you put your hand up to a hologram, it'll pass straight through. Now, a team of Japanese researchers... Yeah, yeah, my bad. Now, a team of Japanese researchers <laughs> have devised a way to give a hologram a surface that you can feel when it touches your hand. The result are ho- it should be results. The results are holograms that you can actually interact with using your hand and can feel when you touch them. The researchers, led by Professor Japanese guy of Tokyo <laughs> University, I'm not even trying that. Hiroyuki Shinoda. Thank there you, you go have devised a projector that not only displays the hologram in open space, but also includes a pair of Nintendo Wii controllers that can sense motion and the position of your hand in the field where the hologram is being projected. That way, the computer controlling the hologram knows where your hand is when you interact with it. They also built an array of computer-controlled ultrasonic wave emitters with fine points that, when the hologram lands on the surface of your hand, emit pulses of air that feel like pressure on your hand. This way, the system knows where your hand is, and when the hologram touches your hand, the ultrasonic waves make your hand feel like an object is there. It doesn't create the sensation of weight or heft, but a prolonged or more powerful burst can indicate a heavier hologram. So far, the technology has only been used for simple objects, like a ball bouncing off the surface of your palm, or raindrops falling onto your hand or arm. The researchers plan to extend the technology to create interfaces that provide haptic feedback, but are actually entirely made of light. For example, Professor Shinoda says you can easily use these holograms to replace light switches in hospitals, which are sometimes the source of contamination because they're shared by so many people. Read more at NTD Television. Okay. I'll tell you how this is going to become a success. Um, I'm trying to think of the sexual applications of this it's supposed to be like yeah, ho- exactly. supposed to be like the uh, holodeck on star trek if the porn industry gets behind this guaranteed to be a success absolutely it worked for vcr it worked for blu-ray worked for dvds when the porn industry decided to back vcr <laughs> that i mean it, that's what happened they all the porn went to vcr that's what overtook beta same thing with the dvd same thing with the blu-ray and all that when the porn industry got behind one or the other their business drove that particular medium forward same thing with 3D, same thing with holograms. If the porn industry can figure out a way for, give me the name of a porn actress. Jenna Jameson. Jenna Jameson go. to appear as a realistic hologram that blows air on you, then holograms will be huge and you'll see everybody do it. That's what it's saying. I, I hate to be crude, but I'm not watching so she can blow air on me. No. <laughs> May, well, not, <laughs> not air anyway. <laughs> Wink. Not air. But only well, you know what? Long. If porn getting behind something is the key to success, then robots are in because the Chinese just built a sex robot. Nice. I thought the Japanese had one a couple of, a couple of years ago. I don't know, but apparently like the Chinese just built one. That's, really? Yeah. So it was. I saw it on the. Uh, I can't believe I didn't send you the article for that. 
What the? I didn't think about it at the time. Manly stuff. Porn is a sadly dying industry? No, what? It's, it, yeah. What world? You've got to be kidding me. It controls two-thirds of the internet. It is the internet. Is yeah, the if you internet. took yeah. porn out of the internet, there wouldn't be one. Be a bunch <laughs> of nerds and a bunch of bloggers, and that's it. And who would go there? They really needed whole new formats for six-minute six porn, porn clips. clips. <laughs> <laughs> Gives a new meaning to petting. Okay, I'm going to read that. All right, moving on. No, but I, seriously, that's that's the application. When I see something like this, I think to myself, can the porn industry make any money off this? Because if they can, that means there'll be is some that, cool games. Is that how you gauge everything you see? Like, <laughs> when it comes to technology, yes. Because that's, look, you can't, look, you can't argue with the facts of history. You can't argue with what has happened. That, that is, the business of pornography has driven uh, more so than war in the last 30 years, innovation in this country. Hell in the world. Al Gore made the internet because he's a porn star. I, I don't know about that. I, I, to an extent, I agree, um, especially when it comes to something like this, because you know it, it creates a sensation of blowing air. You know, there's no practical application yet for this type of technology. This right. is kind of the thing right. you do because you're a scientist and you can. And then yeah. eventually, yeah. someone will look at it and go, "Oh, I have this great idea. Let's turn it into something. Let's right. move." Right. So I can see how right now. You know, porn would maybe be something that could drive something like this. I don't know if I would agree. And actually, uh, let's see here. Where is it? Uh, Barry says, I believe the porn nod only applies to format wars. VHS versus Betamax, HD, DVD versus Blu-ray. Those are still types of technology. I mean, those were revolutionary for their time. Yes, but I also think I agree with him that it, when it comes to maybe a format of, uh, you know, of one particular uh, of, genre over another. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. of storing media, then yes, porn can have a massive impl- influence. Then how, okay, but what's normal the internet technology? Format? What is the internet format? Because it is the internet. All jokes aside, let's be honest. Pornography drives more in the internet right now than any other kind of media or format. If you porn, think, uh, it's, it's, you think, you it's, think I'm wrong? It, it's tricky to say. I think that like streaming movies and streaming things like that are probably takes up most... The most and amount, well, yeah, because streaming because uh, Netflix <laughs> counts, right? I mean, Netflix, yes. Netflix, Netflix, YouTube, Hulu, things like that, which now, are new on the scene, right? Well, okay, YouTube's not that new. It's been around for a, a, in, 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 in internet years. It's been around for a while, okay. But uh, and obviously, a, a percentage of that is going to be you know pornography. But I, I, I think a lot of I, I thought we had an article on this a while ago about how much bandwidth each. Like major site takes and seems like uh, we the, might have, the yeah, majority yeah. of the bandwidth is through like streaming video, like through Netflix and YouTube and Hulu and VO and all that kind of stuff. Internet is porn. Empress Court is on the internet. Therefore, Empress Court is porn. I no, we are <laughs> I the three hour. I like the logic. I like the transitive property. Yeah, there. that's a very three-hour nice. break from internet porn. I like that, by the way. Porn for the ears, manly <clears throat> stuff. <laughs> well, there is one way we can keep our chastity. Wow. Family Guy, remember that? No. I No. You guys remember the episode where they have the, uh, oh, what the hell is, the dude from uh, Arrested Development goes there. He's doing the uh, uh, the voice actor. Anyways, this guy is comes Is it Will in. Arnett? It's like the Opal Crusade. The Opal Crusade? Yeah, basically they get a oh, ring. Oh, yes, the ear I, sex episode. Yes. Yeah, I remember ear that. Sex. Once you go black, you go deaf. Yes. Where they, it's like, <laughs> what? Anyways, the episode is where they, they all get these these rings, these promise rings that they're going to stay celibate. Oh, okay, okay, promise married. rings, gotcha, gotcha. And they decide, oh, well, there's a way around it. We'll have sex in the ear. So that's Oh, I, okay, okay. I get it. So. I get it. 
No, I mean, I think to an extent I agree, though, that, that porn can drive, you know, technological innovation because, well, let's be honest, people are perverts. That's how it is. Didn't we have a, but, a, an article not too long ago where they invented some kind of box that you can blow into a straw? Yeah, it's and it's, on the other it's side, like a kissing simulator. Yes, it's a, let's say you and so so you you saying what we need to do? Simu- that's not what I want to simulate. So you're you blow what, yeah, you what blow we need to do is is to combine all these things into one unit, Chinese sex robot, and call it a woman, and then sell it to <clears throat> lonely people. I'm gonna be out. It sounds like you are embracing the Eastern European sex trade. <laughs> <laughs> What we need to do is sell what we need women. To do is that's sell that's women. the trick. <laughs> a woman. I want to buy your women. I know we're the little cheap. girl. How much for her? Uh, in China, you just throw them in the river. She we'll take them. You were half. <laughs> How much for your wife? Oh, jeez. little girl. I want to buy your women. <laughs> the majority of the population is perverted. Then are I give you three perverse? goats. All right, four, you drive hard bargain. <laughs> Nothing you can't do with a goat that you do with a woman. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Sorry, Grease. Can I milk the goat? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yep. <laughs> the <laughs> silence was deafening. <laughs> Well, how do you follow up goat bestiality? You really can't. goat bestiality milking it the goat. Stops the right show there. really does have it all. It, it does really. We're going until really we got to the goats. They're just going to derail from there. There's well, porn, suppose... slavery, livestock. Yeah, let's do this for that. All right, bitches, it's time for this or that. <laughs> Wow. For those of you listening live or perhaps on the podcast and wondering what we're pissing our pants over, someone in IRC wrote, no means no, but can mean anything. And yes, that is hilarious. Oh, God. Oh. Jeez. Uh, wow. Manly stuff is no joke. When I went to Tunisia, they offered to buy my girlfriend for four camels. But I held out for six. I <laughs> <laughs> was asking, so did you decline? I sadly did. Sadly, sadly, sadly I did. Because I tell you, I really needed those camels, man. I don't know. Two humps versus, I don't know, eight? I... Uh. Four times the humps. <laughs> All right. So. All right. Hey, um, did you yeah. do you have that book around? No. Uh, when you moved, where did you put it? Yeah, you know, I think I do. Uh, talk amongst, talk amongst ourselves. ourselves. You yeah. broke the show, Calgor. No, but you did derail us for a good four, solid couple. Four minutes. camels for one camel toe. Fair trade. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Oh, that's, unbelievable. Oh, uh, it's fantastic. Well, I was looking for that. Why don't I show you the uh, schedule I came up with? I finally, oh, finished, Let me... I finally finished the schedule for Worldcon for anime. Okay. So Let me take a look this here. is it right here. So uh, what I'm going to show, see if you've seen any of these. I'm going to show the OVA of Read or Die. I have not. 
Reader dies uh, pretty again, good. Again, this is a, I'm I'm one of those anime neophytes. Oh, uh, okay. Well, see actually, if... Emp last week loaned me Macross, and I still have to get to it. Oh, it's okay. been a busy week. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, we're doing a retrospective of a guy named Satoshi Kone who uh, died last year. Almost be about a year today. So we're doing all of his movies in his show. So I'm going to oh, show okay. Tokyo Godfathers, which is a really good one. Uh, Claymore, you might like Claymore. Yeah, that one's uh, kind of like a dark fantasy. It's like a European medieval setting. And okay. There's there are these there's these um, this group. They other people call them claymores, but they have no name for their, themselves. Sure. But there are these women that have like uh, they've. I don't know how to describe it. They're they're not like uh, they're like half human, half demon, or whatever you want to call it. All right. Like they've they've had demon parts put into themselves so that they can detect other demons. And then, they, then like when a demon, so shows they're like up, demon hunters. They're like demon hunters. Of, yeah, when a demon deal. shows up in your town, you contact this organization. They send the chick out. She locates the demon and kills it. So it's kind of like cartoon Buffy, but not as gay. No, it's it's pretty dark. There's like the the opening episode is a demon literally ripping open someone and eating them. All right, I'm interested. Okay. See, that's the thing with fantasy though, because see, for me, whether it's anime or movies uh-huh. or TV shows or yeah. books or whatever medium, with fantasy, I either absolutely love it. Uh huh. Or it's the worst thing I've ever touched. Yeah, in my life. yeah, I agree. With you I, you on know, that. it's either very well done or it's absolute shit. Um, I haven't know how to pronounce it. Vexile, Vexile. I got nothing. Nothing. That one. Um, Vexile. Kind of, kind, of, kind of what we're talking about. Uh, Japan comes up with these uh, like nano machines and things to augment the human body. Love nanotech. And everyone, the rest of the world's like, no, you shouldn't do that. It's bad. So Japan withdraws from the UN because of that. Why? Because it says so in the plot. And then, because <laughs> the UN doesn't matter. And then, uh, just like withdrawals from the world, they, like like they close themselves off, like they did way back when. And then ten years pass, and, and now super people, and now this American group is going in to try and see what they've been doing for the past ten years. Huh? And of course, okay. it's all a bunch of crazy stuff. Now you've got to heard of Afro Samurai. I've uh, yes, I okay. Have. So we're showing yeah. Afro Samurai and then Afro Samurai Resurrection. All right, cool. Uh, Vampire Knight, probably not your uh, up your alley. Not really mine either. Uh, that one's pretty much there for the Twitards. Uh, uh, I hate them. Premise is that there's this academy, and there's day students and night students, and obviously you can figure out which ones are which. Right. And the story is about um, this girl and this guy who are prefects who have to keep the day students away from the night students for obvious reasons. Naturally. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, I have said it before. I will say it again. Vampires should not sparkle. They don't sparkle any, in this And movie. any vampire movie that does not end up with, like, the vampire being dragged out into the daylight is a vampire movie. I don't want to watch. <laughs> All right, it's right. Vampires should this be one, killed, yeah, not there, romanticized. There's, there's no sparklies, but it's uh, it's made for like girls. So like the vampires are all hot, and the girls like oh, it's kind of like you know the there's like a couple vampires who are into her. So it's like, what do I do? What do I choose? Listen, we like I said, we've discussed before on the show that John Carpenter movies are not good, but. They illustrate perfectly how vampires should be dealt with. <laughs> the All original right? guy impaled 40,000 Turks at the gates yeah. to his castle. That's a fucking vampire. That's exactly. a mention yes. uh, his own people. Yes. Too. Yes, if they got out of line. The, the vampires that are in current modern-day lore, or uh-huh. whatever you want to call it, are a bunch of pussy fags. You know, All I, right? I, I don't know if you would like it, but if, if you really like history... I do. Um, there's a, I, I brought this up before because someone brought up about vampire novels. There's a, a book I just finished reading called The Historian by Elizabeth Kostova. Tell me more. Uh, it, it takes the premise that the, the real life, like Vlad Draculia. really right, the Impaler. Yeah, Vlad the Impaler. Vlad the Impaler really honestly did become a vampire, and he's still alive today. And these university professors, 
they they get these like mysterious books sent to them where they they find it and it's got a picture of this like giant woodcut of like a dragon because dra- right you know yeah, dragon yeah. cool means dragon and they and what it it starts them off on this like I, I don't I hate to say quest I don't know how to describe it like research into finding out more about about Dracula interesting and so so the story takes place with uh, there's there's the uh, the daughter who happens to uncover something like that and then the father who has been doing stuff like this for a long time and runs off for some reason I don't want to give away the whole plot runs right. off she follows him and you've got like concurrent storylines going on between like you you follow what she's doing and then the next chapter is what he did 20 years before huh and then That's you follow cool. her in the present day and then you follow it again 20 years before about him trying to track down Dracula and then her trying to track down her father who was tracking down Dracula that's that's an, it. Actually, um, have oh God, I can't remember the name of it. It's um, out of the darkness or out of the dark or into the darkness uh-huh. or something like that. It's a, I think it's a Weber book. Okay. Have you into the darkness is Harry Turtle Love? No, is it's that, not. It's not that. Then it's, it's not the alternative think, history. Thing. It's it's Weber or Drake or I can't remember. I think it's Weber. It's it, it, from <laughs> reading it, it. It sounds like a Weber book in my head. Okay. Um, basically, you know, oh my God, aliens invade Earth. Of course they do. Um, you know, they right. land and everything sure. and they're slaughtering people and, you know, the militaries are fighting back and whatever. But, um, you sure it's not the Harry Turtle of, cause it sounds awful like, awful like, sounds awful like not, the World War II. World it's II? not. It's, okay. um, because what happens is when this U S uh, soldier gets stranded in like Eastern Romania or Eastern Europe or something uh-huh. like that, and he's running for his life or whatever. And he runs into this guy Okay, and he's got a group of his partisans there and they're fighting the aliens or whatever. Uh-huh. Well, it turns out when you get into the book, that this dude is Vlad, and then his partisans are all vampires, and they, these are not like your friendly modern-day vampires that uh-huh. have high school drama and bullshit. Right. No. These fuckers roll into the alien bases and shred them. Oh, wow. And just okay. rip them apart, and it turns into, like, the, the vampires are trying to contain their darkness, and, become, you know, they're taking it out on the aliens, so, oh, okay. and okay. this whole tortured figure. It, it's John Ringo a has decent that. book. It's not bad. John okay. Ringo has a character in one of his books, uh... I, it's the one. It's not Kelly's War. It's the one following it. Uh, uh, Sister Time. Yeah. Anyways, uh, the Banes today are invading the Dark Hell and they're fighting them. And they come across this one guy, and he's a vampire, but he speaks Irish for some reason. And he's telling them that you know they, he's only speaking Irish and asking what he's doing. He's like, you know, I'm killing aliens. And he just goes away. And he wipes out the entire base. Like, what the fuck was this guy? So I wonder if it's, it might be a Ringo book, or maybe he just borrowed the character from somebody hmm. else. Yeah, he might, maybe know. he just borrowed, because at the end of it, what happens is, uh, you know, the aliens are trying to leave because they're getting wiped out by these vamps. They don't know what the things that are killing them uh-huh. are. They uh-huh. can't figure it out because they've never heard of the legend Millennium or whatever. Um, but <clears throat> as they're pulling out, the vamps kind of sneak on to their escape ships and get up to uh, what they call dreadnoughts in the book. And each dreadnought has the power to crack a planet, you know. Well, yeah. So, yeah. of course. You know, so, and then the the head alien guy's like, oh, my God, what's going on when his his ships start shooting at each other and everything? Uh-huh. And all of a sudden, Vlad, the U.S. guy, and the top Polish guy or whatever are standing there on his bridge explaining that we're fucking vampires and we're here to murder your ass and your entire like, planet. What's a vampire? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. It, oh, yeah. Well, they don't, he doesn't say, I'm a vampire, ha, 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 check Right, you just kind of He goes, I, uh, you think you're a hunter? You think you're a monster? I'm a fucking monster. I'm a fucking hunter, and I'm going to prove it to you. And he, like, kills his entire bridge staff and takes the ship, and the last thing the alien hears is, I'm going to take these, and I'm going to crack your fucking planets, you son of a bitch. You know? <laughs> no, it's, Find out this it's book. Monstrous. <laughs> it, it's, yeah, it's crazy. It's, it, it's, I'll give like it to I said, Mystic Mim. 
it's not my favorite book, but it's a decent read. And okay. like I said, I think it's Weber Out of the Darkness or something like that. I can't okay. remember. That sounds cool. But it, it's decent. It's one of those, you know, how Weber has those, um, the Apocalypse Troll, the Excalibur alternative. No, oh, okay. No. He's got, you know, he's got his main series. And then he's got a bunch of kind of sideline books. And for me, I like a lot of his sideline books. Like, I'd love to see the Excalibur alternative turned into a, a series. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, I, I, look, they never make the movies any good. Right. Anytime they turn something I Real like into a movie, they suck. You know, but mm-hmm. there are a lot of them. And I, I like a lot of his, you know, we've talked about Honor Harrington before and how it's just that. jump the shark. It's over. Good it's God, please book. let it go. He's got all these awesome ideas uh-huh. yes. in these sideline books that I really like. And they're they're probably my favorite of his stuff or are the things that he writes one book about and then leaves. You know, and it's one of those. It's it's, okay. it's a pretty cool. It's a pretty cool plot. It's a pretty good idea. I like it. Um not my, not the best book, but it's solid. I do have some yeah. this or that's for you. I can't, oh, okay. Oh, I know okay. the book cool. is. Like, right. It's not bad. Well, let's, so let's continue, finish continue. that real quick. So anyway, we got a way off track. Vampire Night. Uh, we're going to watch that. AMV Hell. AM, yeah, I'm going to show AMV Hell. Uh, okay, then on the other room, we're going to start off with High School of the Dead. Have you ever heard of that one? Yes. Oh, it's so no. good. So good. Um, I haven't seen it, but I, I, people have kind of talked about um, it. It takes place at high school. And uh, zombie apocalypse <laughs> makes sense. Yes, based on the so, title, I gathered all. So that. it's 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 a group of kids trying. They they battle the way out of the school, and then they're trying to survive. I'm in. Mean, question. That's mark. all. Yeah. I'm looking Anything at the zombies. Disney one here. Toy Story, Disney. I. Well, how the hell is this anything? It's or, Disney Pixar. I mean, I don't get Toy Story. Is Toy Story three fiction. was nominated for a, for a Hugo for best I can't, I, uh, best best dramatic presentation long form. I think. But no, hold on, hold on. Go go up. You're you're, you're saying Toy Story's not science fiction. I mean, How to Train Your Dragon, fantasy ish. No. These are all cartoons. Okay, I mean, it's not. Yeah, I don't and, think and science fiction is the criteria here. What's What's weird is that this. I mean, this isn't my room. There were because uh, this is what we're talking about here. Is I have a a spreadsheet of every single show. Like, it's called projected media. Every single cartoon and anime and all that. So this guy starting off in the cartoon room with the 2007 Disney movie Enchanted. Which, if you saw it, only like the first ten minutes of it is animated. I right, the rest not. of it's live action. That, that's the whole. The whole premise is that it's like a Disney princess gets thrown into our world. What the hell is it? It's Amy. Uh, Amy Adams. Thank you. So she acts all like flighty and she sings songs just out of the blue and she makes her own dresses. And oh my that. god! I can't believe I haven't seen this movie. It's it's not. It, it doesn't make fun of <laughs> Disney like like Shrek does, but it, it's actually a pretty good movie. Oh, you get a kick out of the detectors going off the chart. <laughs> you get a kick out of it. <laughs> <laughs> I really like it, so fuck you. No, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so anyway, High School of the Dead, I'm going to show. And then I'm going to show, uh, AM, have you ever seen AMV Hell? AMV Hell. I'd... Oh, it's so good. It's only PG? That's not right, is it? Yeah, there's no, uh, there's, um, there are way worse AMV Hells. Okay. Yeah. There are I've ones that are like ones. R-rated. And all yeah, that. yeah, but yeah, No, yeah, this, no the, this particular one is not going to be, no. Okay. It's, uh, if, if, do you know what AMVs are? No. They're anime music, music videos. videos. Oh, okay. They, you take a song and you make a music video out of it from an anime. I, I've so actually basic, I've seen them. them I just hadn't heard okay. them. Some of them are good. Yeah, but yeah. what what this is? It's it's comedy. It's like really short snippets. They'd be like no longer than like ten seconds. Okay. They just like back to back to back to back to back. We'll it's show you one joke after joke. Okay. After next joke break after joke we'll show you Amy Hill. Yeah. Okay. There's there, there's some bests of on uh, on YouTube. I some of these would be funnier though if you actually watched the anime and knew what they were. Some of them. To and, because, but yeah. to be honest, if you've never seen them, it, it's still funny anyway. Yeah. You you recognize them. All right. And then. They allowed me to put it because this room right here that I'm talking about here is like the overnight room. So I was like, can I put stuff that I enjoy in there? It doesn't have to be anime. Series. And um, they were like, yeah, it's your room. You can put whatever you want. So uh, this night for the non-anime programming, I'm going to play uh, the 1997 stinker Batman and Robin starring George Clooney. 
but with Riff Tracks commentary. Now, if you're not familiar with Riff Tracks, hopefully you're familiar with Mystery Science Theater 3000. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, well, just for the folks at home, in case you don't know, if you go to RiffTracks.com, you can download uh, comedy uh, commentaries from the guys who used to do Mystery Science Theater 3000, and then you sync it up with the movie, and in essence, you've got a, a Mystery Science Theater 3000 version of your shitty movie. And they have, they have all of them. They have them for all the Harry Potter movies, Transformer movies. They have Batman and Robin. They have G.I. Like, Joe. Because yes, that I, was one I of the most unintentionally funny movies I've ever seen. they have one for G.I. Joe. So ah, anyway, ah. I will say this. With this kind of equipment, with this kind of machine... There's no reason why we cannot do our own riff tracks. No, and in that fact, um, they have a program on there called uh, iRiffs, and you, you do the riff, and then you put it up there, and basically they take a percentage because they're hosting and everything. Right. But right. you keep, like, 75% of the profit. How much is this done to a riff tracks? Um, for a riff tracks done by them? No, no, us. If we were to do Us? That. A dollar, two dollars at the most, two bucks. Okay, yeah. If we were to do one, we could get everybody at VTW to buy it, guaranteed. Sure, if you, absolutely. If oh yeah. Hysterical. And then, actually, believe it or not, if uh, if yours is one of the more popular ones, they've said that uh, they will invite you to wherever it is they do them, and you can do a, a riff tracks with Mike Nelson and uh, the two robots whose name escaped me. That'd be cool. Kev- really, Kevin Corbett and uh, oh, okay, whatever the other guy's name is. I don't know. And then, yeah, what I'm going to do, because I, I had this, because I have to run a room from 8 p.m. <laughs> until 8 in the morning. And I'm like, yeah. I don't want to be flipping through discs all the time, get 5 in the morning, because who the hell's, there's only going to be two or three people in right. there anyway. So for each night, I'm going to have, I call it an Up All Night series, where I'm just going to show the whole damn series all overnight. Of who course. Gonna give a crap? And I'm not surprised. So what I, what I chose for the first night is Boogie Pop Phantom, which is my favorite anime. Love it. It's one of those shows, you would love it, because you have to pay attention. Because things happen like out that. of order. You see things from different perspectives. You have to piece together the story yourself to find out what happened. That's cool. Really interesting. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll let you borrow it sometime. Okay. Yeah. I've so been that's... asking for it for months and years. He's never given it to me once. <laughs> you, he'll give it to me. Now we move to Thursday. <laughs> okay, so in the anime room, I'm going to show uh, Evangelion 1.11, and then followed by Evangelion 2.22. i got to buy that one. Which are the uh, the rebuild of Evangelions, the movies. There's going to be four of those. That's another one you kind of have to pay attention to because it's yeah. it's really out there. Yeah. Now, of, of course, it's uh, it's smushed down quite a bit. The first movie pretty much follows the first couple episodes. Right. We straight. saw it because they premiered it. Otakon. The second one uh, starts off radically different. There's a whole new character in there. Um, what is her name? It's it's Mari Illustrious. I can't so remember her name. Is she a pilot? An Ava pilot? Yeah, she, she's an Ava pilot. She's actually there to be a Mary Sue character, believe it or not, if, if you're familiar with the term. Yeah. So she actually enjoys piloting the Ava. She thinks it's fun. She's not screwed up. She has no problems or anything like that. So it's kind of interesting. But by definition, you had to be a psychotic just to be able Exactly. To- That's why once you put her in there, like, I ah, will put some fun character in there. And she pilots uh, uh, Eva Unit 5. Which they never talk about. They just mention. Well, that, no, that, the one they never mention is 4. Five is completely different. I thought they had Five's 13. Missing. Four of them had uh, Shinji's buddy from school, and he... That was four. Right. And he... Four are the one who turned into the angel, which is actually the same thing that happens in that movie. Okay. And then five through 13 are the mass-produced. Well, that's completely out the window now. It's a twisted series. Really Like, twisted. five is really, a regular yeah. one, and then um, the kid who, who's the angel, like, at the very end of the series, the kid who's the, the angel. Alien, or the angel, he, right? You yeah, yeah, actually yeah. see him in the first one, but he pilots Ava Unit 6, which is a completely different one, too. And then I assume that turns into an angel or a will. Um... I don't. It's. It's. I don't want to give it away. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And then there's the the girl who left time. You ever heard of that one? No. That one's pretty good. It's this girl. Uh, this uh, thing falls on her head from the sky, and she has the ability to time travel. 
So she tries to fix things and she keeps screwing it up. It's kind of a Each drama. Time sounds she like, leaves, um, hoping to return home. Actually, she no, does that... leap. Believe it or not, she kind of she kind of does this like really fast run and then she like it's leaps in the air, her arms hour, go right? out, and she goes to wherever time. Yeah, that kind of sounds like uh, like every time travel movie ever. Yeah. Well, no, the uh, with her trying to fix things. Um, the TV show uh, it was only on one season. Oh, was was it that super uh, one with the newspaper? There was I, one like that where like a guy would get the newspaper from tomorrow. No, and then he would go out trying to like you know like two people died in a fire, so he'd go out and try and stop. The fire. No, it was called. Uh, it was the it, ah, shit. Did you ever see the TV show Rome? It was. Uh, it was yeah. another one of those HBO ones. Uh, Varinus, uh, the guy that plays Varinus, Lucius Varinus. Okay. Um, I can't remember his name. It's called uh, Journeyman. Journeyman. It Never was, saw. It. it was a one season show. Uh-huh. I liked it. I thought it was pretty decent. Um, but it, it sounds kind of like that where he would. Literally, something would happen, and then he had no control over it. He would flash back. Oh, wow. And okay. he was flashing back literally to fix things. He couldn't figure it out at first. He's like, why the hell am I here? So, so it was almost kind of like Quantum Leap. Uh, yeah, sort of. Okay. Yeah. Good little show. And then we're going to do a Satoshi Kon retrospective, Memories, which uh, he didn't do all of. It's actually three different stories put together. He wrote the very first one. Okay. There's one about uh, guys in space, which he wrote. There's one about a guy who works in a chem- in a chemical lab. He accidentally like drops some chemicals. And he ends up smelling so bad that his smell literally kills people, but he doesn't know it. Nice. So he's just like wandering around killing people, and like yeah. and, and, and like the Japanese self defense force <laughs> and the U.S. military is trying to kill him, but they can't do it. All right then. And then the third one um, is about uh, the day in the life of a guy whose sole job it is is to shoot a cannon at like a city that's like so far away he's never seen it in his life. But that's all he does is Weird. he shoots the cannon. Yeah. Uh, then there's five centimeters per second, which is kind of a drama about uh, two kids, and they both kind of like each other, and then they have to move away, and then they wonder if they're ever going to see each other again, that kind of thing. Uh, then I have to do art and anime. I guess uh, Thursday night is uh, the art festival night. That's what I was told. So everything has to be all artsy-fartsy and stuff throughout the whole convention. So I chose for the first one uh, Angel's Egg. Have you ever seen that one? That one is fucked up shit. <laughs> I have like are no, we talking train spotting fucked no, up? No, we're talking like there's barely any dialogue and there's like weird images. All right. Okay, I'll, I'll I'll try I'm out. I will try and explain it to you. There's this girl that lives in this deserted city full of like all this gothic architecture. And she spends all her life putting water in jars. There's like thousands of Cuz that makes perfect fucking all sense. All over the place. I this is artsy far artsy. Then this guy shows up out of nowhere because he shows up, and they talk about life. The end. That's not artsy. That's stupid. I well, look, I, I, I try to think of something kind of like. I, look, I'm not. I'm not criticizing whatever. you. I, I'm. I'm sure that in the context of artsy, right? And yes, I did air quotes. Um, <laughs> you know, it makes perfect sense. But any more artsy and stupid are the same thing my this opinion. is this is one of those those uh, movies that uh, people either think is amazing or it's the dumbest thing ever so all right we'll then. see what happens all right. it's, it's very polar like i said cuz there's hardly any dialogue in it at all it's all visuals and stuff one thing Highlander, we're running a little late we're actually over 8 o'clock okay can we just burn through these real quick okay uh the count of monte cristo love the book uh that one has a very distinct art form to it hayate the combat butler very funny show AMV Hell 2, which is longer. Son of AMV, is what I think it was. Uh, well, I, technically, it's AMV Hell 4. Okay. The one I'm showing is the, from the previous day is 3. But no one's going to know that, so no, whatever. Uh, my non-anime programming is Battlefield Earth with Rift Tracks commentary. It's going to be amazing. Then the Up All Night series is Reign the Conqueror. Have you ever seen that one? Hmm. That is the anime uh, version of the story of Alexander the Great. Really? Yes. Any good? 
I uh, don't like the art okay. style. If you've ever seen Aeon Flux, it's the same art style. Okay. Yeah. I've got a bunch of animes, unfortunately, that's been sitting on the shelf that I have not watched. Um, one of them. Welcome to the Blu-ray. Space Show. This is kind of like the uh, cutesy day, whatever. Welcome to the Space Show is a uh, kind of show about kids and stuff like Galactic that. Railroad. Night on the Galactic Railroad. That's a grim fact. One. Oblivion Island, Haruka and the Magic Mirror is a CGI anime. Not too many of those. Uh, Howl's Moving Castle, the woman who wrote Howl's Moving Castle, the English uh, novelist, just died recently, so that's why it's remembering Diana Wynne-Jones. And then uh, Paranoia Agent, Satoshi Khan's only series, which is a pretty good series. It's about this uh, kid who runs around with a bat and beats the crap out of people. Awesome. I'm in. And the, and the police <laughs> yeah. are trying to f- track him down and find him, and it's crazy. Uh, then for the other, uh, uh, Dead Man Wonderland I'm going to show. That one's actually very new. Uh, I believe it's still running in Japan, actually, right now. That one is about uh, a kid who gets accused of a crime he didn't commit. He gets thrown into this uh, prison where people watch. It's almost like a game show kind of thing. People have to the kill each other man. and all that. Yeah, and the and the uh, yeah, kind of like the Running Man. Yeah, only the prison is called Dead Man Wonderland. So the other room is going to be Gunbuster. Have you ever seen Gunbuster? Mm. Oh, that's a good one. That's uh, one of Gainax's earliest ones. It uh, starts off as a it's it's a, it's a sci-fi one. But it's it's kind of like a hard sci-fi, like they uh, they they go. It's almost very much like Ender's Game, very much like Ender's Game. These guys go off to fight these big giant bugs. They're like the size of like ships or whatever. But they they do the hard science in that like they they warp all the way out there to fight them, and then they come back and like ten years have passed. Okay. So you've, you've got like more. You've you've got like a drama thing going on in that like you know the characters keep staying the same age, but now their friends are dead and you know thing like that. Uh, non-anime programming, Garth Marenghi's Dark Place. Tell me you've seen this one. Never even heard of it. Oh, my God. It's me the, neither. It is the most hilarious show ever. The, the premise is that uh, Garth Marenghi, he's a fake author, but he's an author, uh, created a series in the 1980s called Garth Marenghi's Dark Place. And there was only six episodes of it, and the, uh, the powers that be canceled it. But now that there's, nothing, there's no new ideas and things anymore, they want him to bring it back. So they bring it back. And uh, it's the show along with uh, fake commentaries, like video commentaries with the, the quote-unquote actors. But it's done uh, tongue-in-cheek. It, the acting is wooden and horrible. The special effects are abysmal. You can see the wires, but you see them on purpose. The camera angles are crappy. So it's supposed to be done crappy on purpose to be funny, really funny. Uh, Kakarembro, hide-and-seek, that's a short. That's a scary short. It's kind of a horror movie. Kids that play hide-and-go-seek in a deserted town, and demons try to find them. And then the Upple Night series is a cult academy, which is just how it sounds. It's about an academy where people learn how to fight ghosts. Satoshi Khan retrospective again. Millennium Actress. That's a good one. Whisper of the Heart. I, I saw you have that. that one right there. Space Battleship Yamato Resurrection. That's a pretty oh, new, it's a new one. That's a pretty new one, yeah. Uh, not as new as the live action, which just came out uh, a couple months ago. Oh, shit, they have a live action? Live action Space Battleship Yamato, sir. Have you seen it? No, I have not. Oh, they've gotta, not we got to get our hands on it. They've not that. brought it over here yet. Uh, Gurren Lagan. That's a, that's a mech one from Gynax. It's pretty good. Uh, Vampire Hunter D. Bloodlust. I am a fan. Perfect Blue. Perfect Blue is another one of my favorite ones. Yeah, uh, the the tagline is that if Walt Disney and Alfred Hitchcock made a movie together, that would be the movie they would make. Perfect Blue. All right. Uh, Black Butler. Who's uh, white? Yes, he's white. He is a demon uh, summoned by this uh, little rich kid to avenge the death of his family. Uh, Batman you know got some nice. America and Japan, man. When our rich guy lost his parents to a punk... He became fucking Batman, and he went out and kicked ass. <laughs> Not the Japanese. They go get a demon. Uh, then Batman Gotham Knight, that's uh, six tales about Batman done by different anime studios from their perspective, which is interesting. And then uh, Soul Eater from Funimation, 
Then the non-anime programming is the 2007 Michael Bay disaster, Transformers, with Rift Tracks commentary. The Skycrawlers, sort of an uh, airship steampunk kind of movie. And then the Up All Night series is The Familiar of Zero. Uh, Zero is this uh, magician girl who sucks. Hmm. She tries to uh, create a familiar, like a little cat or whatever. Ends up uh, bringing a uh, middle school boy over. Okay. And that's, his, that's her familiar. And then finally we wrap up on Sunday with Last Exile, which is another steampunky airship kind of show. And Ergo Proxy, which is a creepy sci-fi sort of show about androids. That's a lot of programming. That's stuff. a lot that of programming. Lot. And believe it or not, I, that's actually, like, I'm showing, like, episodes one through six of pretty much every series. It's usually not done. Usually it's only, like, three episodes. So really, if I wanted to, I could double what I'm showing. But still, that's an awful lot of stuff. I think people will like it. Well, we'll do a quick this or that. Uh, we're way past the 8 o'clock uh, break, which we need to take before we get to everything else. Uh, real quick, this or that. I know we were supposed to play it earlier. Okay. All right. Well, I'll throw a couple at you. Vlad the Impaler or Genghis Khan? Genghis Khan. He, he had the biggest uh, empire of all time. Spanned from, like, Korea to Hungary. Genghis Khan. Genocide in the Middle East. <laughs> Why? Wiped them out. In fact, the only reason why Europe didn't get taken over is because the Khan died. I don't think it was Genghis, but... Uh, yeah, he died because they stopped. He died, and then you know, the Genghis. Mongol law says everyone has to get together to decide to Right, and they himself. broke up the empire into four into his kids. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so, lucky break on our part. <laughs> <laughs> Neil Patrick Harris or Alexander the Great? Both blonde, I, both gay. I'll take uh, Alexander, Alexander for 500. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take uh, who I consider to be the greatest general of all time for 500. All right, Neil Patrick Harris or Doogie Howser? Ah, Neil Patrick Harris. No, I like how I, I think how I met your mother is kind of funny. And I really, guess, yeah. uh, I, I you know I like uh, I'll tell you a lot of the stuff he cameos in. I think is funny when like, he does uh, it. Harold and Kumar. Uh, Harold and and there's a couple other things. And of course, now that I'm talking about it, I'm blanking on it. But yeah, you know, I, I yeah, he's funny when he does that. So you know, he played Doogie Howser on uh, Roseanne. Remember that TV show? Did he actually? He played oh, Doogie Howser. Okay. I never watched Roseanne. We I was never, 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 all the time. I've, I've never like religiously saw it, but I've, no. I've seen plenty of episodes. Of I have never seen it. All right, three D porn or hologram porn, like we just read about with the little air puffs. Uh, Can I just I, take normal porn. No, I guess the one played. with the air puffs because it better than not. I don't. I, I have nothing to say. I, I guess yeah. it's the air puff one. Physical sensation. Yeah, physical I'll, sensation. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll take air puffs. I guess. Smart car or moped. Smart car. Moped. At least I don't feel like a fag on a moped. <laughs> right. I feel like a 13-year-old. Like I may feel like a 13-year-old boy, but I don't feel like a gay little Euro. <laughs> Have you seen the uh, people uh, actually soup up the, the smart cars? You can actually put a motorcycle engine in there. Well, throw an extra battery on? It's <laughs> really, come on. It's, it's really hilarious. Because, well, I upgraded because, from C's to D's. That really gave me that pick up and go. <laughs> they start it up, right? And you hear it, and it's just like... <laughs> Like that, but so it sounds like a golf cart. It sounds like a golf cart, but it looked it's like a fast golf. There's cart. a guy. <laughs> in, there's a guy on YouTube that had uh, installed a couple speakers in his smart car, uh-huh. and he got a uh, some kind of whatever. He, he altered his uh, horn on the car uh-huh. to sound like a train. The train whistle, like okay, okay. And he's got these speakers in the back, and he's got them like turned all the way up, so it sounds like a train coming by. There's a little smart car <laughs> driving by. Oh, that's. <laughs> I'll awesome. pull it up uh, on YouTube. It's it's funny as hell. Um, Make it drive itself. Actually, you know, uh, Google's trying to get that uh, going on in Nevada. With the Google, yeah, their Google years. car thing. Yeah, yeah, they're trying to get it through the Nevada legislature. That would be, I, I think that'll be the next big thing. 
And then uh, we've been trying to do that for a long time. Then we'll time. be truly uh, the human beings in Wally. We'll just sit there like big lumps and not do anything. There you go. Google or Facebook? Google or Facebook? Yes. They're two completely different things. They're I'm, two mega corporate. What the fuck does it matter? It's this or that. We're doing it on a whim. Google. Shut up and answer. Google it is. Google. Oh, I'll take Facebook. I like to stalk girls. <laughs> <laughs> we'll you can stalk out. girls with Google. You can find their address. And uh, there is that. Good luck with the moped in the middle of winter. I have a car. A epic. Car. <laughs> I got news for you. The smart car ain't doing any better. All right. We're supposed to do the uh, mailbag. Let's do that uh, real quick. Let me pull it up. Okay. God bless America. Come on. <laughs> it's Cox Cape. It happens every friggin' week. All right. Uh, da, 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 da. All right. I'll play my son real quick, then we'll get to the mailbag again. Then we got to kick it to break. All right. Uh, Looks like we're going over. Yeah, I think that's pretty much guaranteed. I yep. going to take 45 minutes. I didn't know you had that much planned for a well, I, I have uh, 120 hours of programming. God, that's a lot of hours of programming. I know. That when I first when I first wrote it down, because I was like, okay, well, the room is from this to this, and it's from that to that. I wrote it like, holy shit. I don't even think I have it. I had to buy some anime. The post so, office delivered your hate mail to the house again. Anything worth know. looking at? No, just the usual death threats, letter bombs, and human feces. You always make it sound worse than it is. How do you know it's human feces? I'm surprised you didn't go with some of the classics like Robotech and Macross. I mean, uh, but that's kind of right up the alley. Gun... Gun, Gunbusters from 1988. So, but I, I, what when I looked at other conventions, sci-fi conventions, they seem to go with a lot of the old stuff because they're old people. So I was like, "Fuck you! I'm going to show new stuff." Yeah. All right. Now this is from Sakani. Um, since it sounds like the show may be experiencing a co-host shortage over the next few weeks, have you considered using Skype calls from listeners to help fill time, Sakani? Well, one, we're not going to have a, a a lack of co-hosts. If need be, I can drag Legal Tender in here or Baron, but uh, with one full-time co-host and one part-time, I'm pretty sure we can have somebody here pretty much all the time. Um, actually, I believe Nowise was exper- experimenting with that today. On oh, the 64-bit system, the, yeah, taking the... phone calls from Skype. Oh, okay. So I've got to get, to get with him to find out what his uh, results were and uh, see how viable that is. This is from Rotoi. Hi, Hounder and Emp. I was wondering what you think of a Japanese concert like the one on this link. So when we play in L.A. next month at the Anime Expo 2011, just wanted to know what you think. I already know where they're going with I, the go I ahead. Too. All right, Toby, this is what the this uh, is the, uh, my friends or whatever? The, the, the vocoder. Yeah. Hatsune Miku. Yeah. World that is, is a um, – I mean, you don't have to play. We can play it during the break or whatever. Uh, there is a uh, hologram that uh, okay. sings and dances, dresses, looks like an anime girl. Looks like a mm-hmm. real live anime girl. And they have, uh, have programs. You know how they have programs that talk. Right, Sharon like Apple. Yeah. like Watson. Well, they the Japanese have come up with programs that sing, and they Sharon sound Apple. and they sound like real people. It's not like they sound legitimate. So right. they created this fake person, Hatsune Miku, who uh, dances with a live band behind her, and it's a hologram, and the vocoder sings the songs, and everyone loves That's it. Kind of cool. You will you'll find who Sharon Apple is since you're watching him across, but it's essentially the same thing. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like Sharon the, Apple. It's back yeah. in the '80s where it's a computer program. Uh, that does a holographic woman called Sharon Apple, who is a becomes a a world famous singer, and it's actually it, the chick doesn't exist; it's just a computer. Huh. Okay. Uh, from Digit, a little late to the conversation. You didn't cover it last week, but here's a little bit of a follow up to the NES difficulty topic you had two weeks ago. These two videos help kind of showcase the difficulty of viability in the game. I personally hold as the gold standard for difficulty due to the precision required and not bad game mechanics, 
Battletoads. Hopefully this brings back some memories and showcases old school gaming at its most difficult. I would I would also, if we're going to talk about that, I'd also put in Silver Surfer. Have you ever played that one? I have not. That not one, big, holy yeah. crap. Uh, like one hit and you're dead. And it's one of, those, uh, one of those ones where you're flying around and everyone's shooting little mm-hmm. white things at you. Like one hit and you're dead. And everything's all over the place. So you have to know like the pattern. Like got to zoom all the way up and to the right and down. It's crazy. The worst, one of the worst ones I ever hit was uh, uh, Adam's Family... Was it Fester's Adventure? Fester's Quest? Fester's Quest. Okay. You die once, the game's over. There's no save. You do not get more than one life. Wow. If you die, the game is over. And it's insanely long. Anyways, uh, Dear Emperor, E3 happened this week. I wanted to share some thoughts on what I saw. First, Sony. I was wondering if they'd apologize more for the PSN outage during the conference, and they did. I'm not sure if that was a good idea for them to do, but I'd rather not go into that right now. The really interesting part of the conference uh, was when they announced the PS Vita and say they were partnering with AT&T for the system. The audience then laughed and booed. That was entertaining uh, and the best part of the conference, in my opinion. The PS Vita itself doesn't really impress me that much, mainly because I'm not sure if it'll be comfortable to hold. I'm curious what it feels like with two analog sticks and when you have to tap the back of it uh, for playing the games. Well, a, a PlayStation controller's had two analog sticks for years. Yeah. You should be used to it. The games they showed for both PS3 and Vita look amazing. It was a great opening with Uncharted 3. Good job, Sony. I think you pulled it off well. Now for Nintendo. When the new system was announced named Wii U, I could only think of one reference from Highlander with the Wii U story. I saw the Emperor's Court newsletter. You thought the same. I did mention that. Let's keep in mind, they were only showing the controller, not the actual system yet. They, they did show the system. They didn't like, yeah. they didn't like they did. show they show did. it. Like, this is the system. Yes. But if you looked at the TV, you saw the little white box to the corner. So you saw what it looked like. I'm thinking we'll see the system at next year's E3. The Wii U is not really a new idea because Nintendo have already tried this before, connecting the Game Boy Advance to the GameCube. I thought the 3DS games they showed looked like what we should expect, so I don't really have an opinion on those. And finally, Microsoft. Their conference was one of my least favorites because all they were showing uh, were new Kinect games that may now appeal to the hardcore gamers, which I'm not a fan of. And then more FPSs like Modern Warfare 3 and Halo 4. Then some other Kinect games that were family-friendly, so nothing interesting there. I did also see Ubisoft's and EA's conference, but I didn't have an interest in the games they were showing. I think that's all my thoughts. If not, I'll say something in IRC. Love the show as always every week, so keep it going even if Highlander can't make it due to a schedule. Spyro. I guess I'm not surprised that Microsoft had the worst because they didn't really debut any new hardware. There's really nothing new to debut. You know. I, I'm not surprised by that either, but I was kind of surprised by his you know, EA comment. I mean, Bioware. Yeah. You've got yeah, you Bioshock Infinite and Mass Effect 3 on the way. Yeah. I'm in. That's, I mean, I'm admittedly a fan of both. Uh, right. You know, Mass Effect, I've got, God, I think my first playthrough took 100 hours on Mass Effect 1 and 2, and I've wow. done two more, wow. and I'm planning on doing one more just to make everything perfect going into Mass Effect 3 because everything you do in the first two affects the third one oh, okay. and how it works through. So I'm, gotcha. I'm based on what I saw from, EA, or, uh-huh. uh, from E3 on Mass Effect 3, I'm very excited. Cool. So, yeah. Greetings, Emperor and Highlander. Been listening to your show from May the 7th, 2011, and you talked a bit about space flight simulators like Wing Commander and X-Wing. Well, I have two pieces of good news. Firstly, on the Wing Commander side, GOG.com recently released Wing Commander Privateer for $10. Uh-huh. Not sure if you have used GOG.com before, but it takes older games and codes them to work on newer operating systems, something you've talked about having issues with. Well, Steam does the same thing. Like XCOM and Quake, when I downloaded them, they did the same thing. Right, right. And they code them to work on a, a new system, or a, a current system. You also, 
Excuse me. You also mentioned good space games made after X-Wing versus TIE Fighter. And the one I loved for about 10 years ago was called Freelancer. Freelancer yes. was the shit. It was pretty good. It was uh, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of my favorite games. I recently found the soundtrack on iTunes, and it's awesome. Wow. I didn't even know Anyways, that. Anyways, have a great show, guys. Sadly, tried to listen to the live show last week for the announcement, but couldn't make it to 2 a.m. So we'll have to find out on the podcast. Later, Storm Tamer. What a puss. It's like 2 o'clock. <laughs> 2 o'clock in the goddamn morning. Stay awake. <laughs> uh, here's a link to an article talking about an arrest made in the PS Network hack. Nice to see how fucked Sony is. And that's the article we're yes, we, we covered that one. So uh, that one from Mr. Deke. Thank you, sir. Da, 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 da. Uh, hey, guys. Rocketon here. I've been listening to you guys since the days of Wild Radio and decided to actually start writing in. So, Emp, I was looking for an online strategy game that requires more thinking than being quick to controls. I love strategy games, but I'm not used to the keyboard just yet, even though I've been playing WoW since vanilla. I'm indulging in more PC games. Used to be a console gamer. Also, what are your opinions on marijuana? And if you get all your, <laughs> that's, that's random. If you get all your news from Fox, this should be a depressing non-factual answer. Peace and love always, Rocketon. Peace and love tells me that Rocketon might have been smoking. Okay, at I'll the take time. the second one first. My opinions on marijuana. You're okay. You're smoking something that is going to dumb you down, make you stupider, kill your brain cells. And is the equivalent of an entire pack of cigarettes in one uh, joint. You really want to take something that's going to make you dumber and over prolonged use cause serious mental problems? I mean, it, it does burn your brain after a while. It's killing stuff. Look, bottom line is this. It's illegal for a reason, ladies and gentlemen. Now, you can play the conspiracy theory and say, oh, it's just people don't want to have to compete with hemp in the marketplace. Look, you could build houses out of hemp. You know, and you can make the big deal about, oh, well, alcohol is legal and does the same thing. You're right. And they tried getting rid of that in Prohibition, and it didn't work. Now, you can make the argument that marijuana, you know, fighting that isn't working either. I, I don't know. I, I have no use for anything. I, I like being controlled myself at all times. I don't like anything that takes away my ability to function or, you know, think for myself. If I have no kind of cognitive thought, if I'm not making, you know, decisions, if I'm impaired in any way, then I'm doing a disservice to myself and those around me. That's me. Here's the case in point. Uh, we had a clan member last night. We were doing a uh, dungeon raid. We were doing uh, Blood Furnace and Hellfire uh, Ramparts. I just hit level 61 last night. And the guy was taking routine breaks probably about every 15, 20 minutes to go smoke a joint. And he'd come back. He's running into walls. He's laughing at stupid shit. He's wiping us. It was extremely aggravating for me because it's wasting my time. This has got to be midnight, okay? I wanted to get the dungeon done. Wanted to get my level and then get the hell out of there. It took what should have taken half an hour to do about an hour and 15, hour and a half, because this guy continually wiped us out. And I told him, I said, look, if you want to smoke and be a dumbass, fine. Do it on your own time. Because when you do it, I don't care if you are having fun. The rest of us are not. And he was pissing off other people in the guild run, too. So, uh, you know, I, I have no use for it. I have no use for those who use it. If you're going to do it, do it in, you know, your own home, in your own room, locked away somewhere. That's me. So there you go. Now, for online strategy games uh, that don't require micro. Well. None hmm. come to mind. Well, I mean, the Total War series doesn't require a great deal of micro. It, right. it requires a lot more thinking, tactical use than necessarily a speed on the control. Yeah, I guess. There's yeah. that. Uh, I would suggest a, some kind of like a turn-based game, like... Uh, uh, you know, what is it, uh, Panzer General, Star General, uh, Fantasy General, things like that. Uh, Heroes of Might and Magic comes to mind. Uh, Sins of a Solar Empire. 
Love it. That's a good one. That's never a great one. one. Sins of a Solar Empire is Have awesome. Have you ever played um, Homeworld? Yeah. Okay. I remember Homeworld. It's Homeworld by the same guys of Homeworld. It's, it's Stardock makes it. It's right. Homeworld, but it's massive in scale. Thousands of ships. Oh, okay. So it's like EVE Online, but uh, you control the fleet instead of just your ship. Masters of Orion okay. or... Gotcha. Uh, Galactic Civilizations 2 is a good okay. one. Uh, that's, a, that's a solid, very, very detailed strategy game um you know one of those you could try i mean as far as pc games go uh anything that's kind of like one of the tactics games the tactics over the final fantasy tactics things like that i think you'd enjoy you know if you're a, if you're a console guy there are games out there strategy games that you would like like i just said valkyrie profile is one uh vandal hearts Ta- final fantasy tactics uh, tactics ogre uh I'm blanking here. I, I, um, Desigia, Desagia, how do you pronounce it? Desidia? Thank you. That's one. Uh, there's a ton of them out there, and they're all very good. And you can even go back, if you want to go back old school and go, uh, you know, Koi, you can go Gemfire and Genghis Khan, Romance of, Three, Romance of Three Kingdoms. They've got a new one out for the PC. You can get that, too. So there, you've got all that stuff. Anyways, folks, that is the mailbag. Uh, it's 830. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back... We're going to probably wrap up the show. We still got the quickening to do. We had a couple more topics we want to get to. Uh, we're only going to take about a six minute break. That gives us enough time to, you know, wet our whistle. Yes, really, because I really need to. All right, folks, I'll be back in about uh, six minutes. Be right back. Warning. This show is intended for a mature audience only and may contain harsh language, trans fats, live nudes, and derogatory comments about your mother. Those who are easily offended or have no sense of humor are encouraged to turn off the show now. Parental discretion is advised. You're listening to the Emperor's Court here on VTW Productions. Get down on your knees. I know I would. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're back here at the Emperor's Court here on Versal Productions, VTWProductions.com. I host the Emperor, joined still by Howard. Always Mario. a pleasure. Beer number four. It is beer number four. You've killed the blue moon. Good Lord. Hey, you said you weren't going to drink it, so I'll slam it. That's fine. I, we've still got... <laughs> I still got <laughs> Whoa. That's all, that's all I got there. That's, wow. that's supposed to be my drunk laugh, I guess. I don't okay. Know. That was... Fail. Oh, yeah. Fail. Awful. Really? Awful? Awful? <laughs> really? That's That's... All right, fine. When I get drunk, I don't laugh like that. I giggle. You giggle? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, I, I, oh, yeah. I think that's a little gayer than... Oh, definitely, I, but it's okay. what happens. Okay. I still got Corona upstairs and Budweiser, so... Yay, I'm, I'm driving home. I'm still my Pepsi throwback, and I think... <laughs> did you finish your Coke? I finished my Coke. Okay. Because you've partaken in the beer before, too. I I do. Um, not a big fan of Corona or Budweiser, but, yeah. Uh, yeah. What is it, your beer of choice? Uh, I like Killian's Red. I like Good Guinness. Good beer. Uh, so Sam Irish Adams beer. Black okay. Lager, which is tough to come by. Yeah. Anything Sam Adams is decent, though. Yeah. Can't go wrong with Sam Adams. Never. I just don't like beer. I just like alcohol in general. Just, it, is, it, it is an, an acquired taste. taste. When you first yes. taste it, you're like, who the hell would drink this? I <laughs> love alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, all right, so we've got a couple more topics to get to this evening. We still have to do the uh, quickening. Quickening. Um, we did the we did holograms. That one. Analysts explain Nintendo's tumbling stock price. This is from the EscapistMagazine.com. <clears throat> Nintendo needs to be a little bit more forthcoming with the Wii U details if it wants investors back. 
Nintendo revealed why you the successor to the massively successful Wii at E3 this week. See, that's deceptive. To me, that's that's very deceptive uh, comment to make. I agree. You don't think the Wii was massively successful? It has been a failed console the last two or three years, whereas the other ones continue to gain market share. The Wii has fallen off dramatically. Because and, it and is yet a there's, crummy system. Th- there's been more Wii sold because, than either Xbox or... Now, I'm, I'm not saying it's a better system, but you can't okay. deny that it's been successful but for Nintendo. I think I know where you're going, Vera. I think I know where you're going with this, but go ahead. Thank you. Uh, oh, I was going to say, yes, it sold more units. Right. Right. But in terms of, you know, the successful or the successor to the massively successful Wii, massively successful to me, okay. in my opinion, uh-huh. um, just from where I'm kind of taking this, I guess, is massively successful is something that both A, sells units, and B, sells games. All right? Something that people definitely have to have. I have a Wii. There's one sitting in, well, my, a box Mine's right now because uh-huh. I'm moving. Right. You know, I never play it. We, All right? we bought it when it came out, but as we have talked about multiple times on this show when yes. I've been here and multiple times when I haven't, I've heard you guys when I'm listening at work, uh-huh. um, you know, it is something that you put on the shelf and it comes out when people are around for like a party or something. You need something to do. You play a little Wii tennis for half an hour. That is not successful. Again, in my mind, yes, it sold a bunch of systems at the at front end. At, exactly, front end. Right. But when no it's more one, expensive. no one anymore is buying Wii. No one's going. You know what I need to have? Wii. You know, it's it's something that came out. And it was revolutionary, and that's why it got purchased so many right. times. Because everyone's right. like, oh my god, motion control, check it out. Right. But no one bought the games, and the games that I have played for Wii, outside of like Wii Sports, the ones that come with it, uh-huh. suck. They're awful. You didn't like Super Mario Galaxy? I didn't like anything. I didn't I like th- Super Mario. Okay. I didn't like the take on the Zelda. I didn't like any of it. But here's the other thing, too. Whereas we used to take out the Wii for party games, we don't even do that anymore. We take out the Kinect. Mm-hmm. Because people are more interesting and innovative to people. And here's the other thing, Highlander. When I hear massively successful, to me it means it leads into the success of its following successor system. The PlayStation 1 was a tremendous success. It led to the PlayStation 2, which was even bigger. It yes. revolutionized the industry. The play, I don't think the PlayStation, uh, not, PlayStation Not necessarily completely changed everything. But revolutionized the way are, are you, going? Yeah, exactly. Revolutionized game consoles? The PlayStation? No, I think it, it did what it did well, but it didn't revolutionize anything. Really? I mean, okay. uh, first right. off, for, no. Uh, my, uh, no. just to touch off that, I don't know if you consider it revolutionary or not, but we went from cartridges to discs. I mean, right. that's, but how that's long, one thing. I mean, how, I mean I, for part consoles, of it, yes. Part of it long, was the march of technology, but it was right. going to happen. It happened, and PlayStation was kind of the ones that really brought that brought that. There to, into to, to console being. gaming, I would agree with you there. But of course, I mean, how well, that's long? That's what I'm talking okay. about. I, yeah. I mean, but you I mean, can't. You can never put consoles up, up against PC. Well, he does every week. Well, you shouldn't <laughs> because oh, bullshit. You're com- oh no 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 don't even go down that road because the giant roadblock followed by a cliff you're about to fall off of. My point being this is that the people who bought the Wii, the gamers. Are they probably are they going to buy into the Wii U? No. My guess is no, and that is why the stock is tumbling. I'm sure that's what we're going to get to. I'm sure it's what we're going to get to too. But, in but I'll, 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 just this this argument right now is just about whether the Wii was successful. Now, I, 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 are you having problems with the term massively? I because I, yes. I think you can't deny that it was successful. 
they made money I'll compared to that. the GameCube. Yeah, okay. It was the the Wii was more successful if than that's the GameCube. If you're going to limit the definition to, then yes. And actually, you know what? I'm going to walk myself back a little bit because in terms of revolutionary, it did. I mean, motion controls are. I think we can all agree here to stay, at least for the that's foreseeable future. But they're future. not new. I mean, motion but, control have been on no, fire. No, it's not that. new. No, but we made it mainstream. Yes, okay. I think we now can I all agree. With that. Okay, that's what PlayStation did. Yeah. In my opinion. Two disc games. I agree. You know, because the Sega CD was out before. Yes, the it Sega was. Saturn was out before. But they didn't do the same thing PlayStation did where it made it prolific that everybody had one. The biggest selling system of all time is the PlayStation 2. Yes. They still make systems and games for it today. They do. Right. Manly stuff. The Saturn was out a month before the PlayStation. That's fine. And I, I, I understand where you're going with that. But, it, it but the do- Saturn was not... The no one looks at it and goes, "Oh my God, the Sega Saturn." No, they say PlayStation. Right. You know, one may have come out before the other, but that doesn't necessarily mean that that one was what brought it up. And that's the difference between Sega and Sony is that they had the technology, they had it up before Sony did, but mm-hmm. like you said, Highlander, they didn't do it well. No, Whereas Sony, exactly. Sony did it well, exactly. and that's the difference. Okay. Having said that, okay, I I find it very hard to believe, and this may prove out, it depends also on how much the system's going to cost. If Nintendo's smart, they're going to put it out for $200 price tag or less. Oh, pff, there's no way. There's no way. That that controller that that yeah. guy's holding his okay. hand right there is two hundred dollars, and that's fine. And I, I figure that's what's going to happen. But it, I'll it's tell probably going to cost somewhere around five hundred dollars. But that's okay. That's but my that, guess. But just a guess. It, my guess. It's another reason why this the Wii did better than the PlayStation or the Xbox out of the gate. It was half the price. Right. This is going to try and compete with the other two, and I just don't see it happening. I, I see a very lot of much people agree. having bought the Wii, saying "fuck this." We it's, got burned on the N sixty four. We got burned on the GameCube. The Wii was cool for the first five minutes, and then when developers, third-party programmers, start bringing out any stop, bring out anything of interest, people stop buying it. So and I, I just don't see this happening. I, I agree again. It's it's one of those things where if it's hundred and fifty bucks, I might. You know, it, it might happen if something if something catches my interest. Yeah, and I'm like, but, okay, I'll, I'll get it. Right. But if it's three, you guys four hundred dollars, you guys I'm know it, it's right. not going to be. No, I'm. But I'm. Saying, I mean, like the Wii yeah. right now is one hundred and fifty dollars. Oh no, I I agree right, yeah, with you. Right. I agree with you. That's my point. Yes, and that's my too. Is if they're bringing it out cheaper, then yeah, maybe it'll be successful. Look, the 3DS right now is a two hundred fifty dollars handheld system, yes, and it's which flopping, is, which is ridiculous big time. because it's two hundred fifty dollars. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'll and never buy games. There's no support for the damn thing. They brought up only a handful of games at E3 that nobody gave a shit about. Mm-hmm. That, to me, and I wrote about this in my article in the newsletter, that is what Nintendo should be worried about. They have been the gods of the handheld market for two decades. Oh, yeah, plus, yeah. yeah. Or, you're right, with the Game, with the game Boy and its successors. Mm-hmm. The only one who has kind of approached any kind of competition has been the PSP. And look, Sony you know, admitted it a long time ago. They conceded that they were not going to compete head-to-head with the DS. Or the DS Lite, or right. any of the incarnations of the Game Boy franchise. They were simply going to put something else out there that was multimedia, that you could browse the internet, you can watch movies, you can, like the PlayStation, you know, the PlayStation 2, PlayStation 3, right. where you're buying right. it because it gives you a variety of other things. The system for Nintendo is just the system. To me, that is more alarming than anything else, because that has been their bread and butter. The one thing that they can hang their head on from an industry standpoint, as a business, has been the handheld market, and they are losing it. To tablets, to phones, to yeah. the oh, yeah. PSP. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I agree. And I you got and you got to watch the PS Vita. I, again, we don't know a whole lot about it. I have not seen one. I, I, I haven't seen I mean, one. No, here, I actually I have been keeping up a little bit with the E3 thing. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh, now, one thing that I have noticed is the 
the YU controller uh-huh. is o- it'll only work with the Wii. As far as from everything I've read, it will not stand alone. The PS Vita, supposedly, mm-hmm. from what I've read, you can take it with you, you can play on it, and then it'll go back and it'll work with, and you can you know put stuff back in your games from it when you get back to your PlayStation. Ah, okay. So, I mean, right off the bat, that PlayStation... That sounds better already, yeah. Right, exactly. They've already got a massive advantage. Now, if that's true, again, this is all stuff I've read online, take it with a grain of salt, right, whatever, right. but it all has been fairly respectable stuff that I've checked out. All right. Tale- well, <clears throat> go ahead. I was going to say, why don't we go with the article and see what they actually have to okay. say. Okay. Uh, but we're speculating. That's <laughs> well, we can read it and then we can speculate on that. You know, Nintendo revealed the Wii U, the successor of the immensely successful Wii, at E3 this week. It delighted the crowds in Los Angeles, but investors were much less impressed, and Nintendo's share price dropped to its lowest point in five years. Uh, Panoptic management consultants analyst Isif Khan, Asif Khan, Khan! believes he knows why this <laughs> happened, largely puts it down to uncertainty about the device. Put very simply, investors hate uncertainty. He said the Nintendo has not revealed enough information about the Wii U. The investors had no idea what it would cost, when it was coming out, what the specifications would be, who was supposed uh, supplying the components, and even what the features would be. Given the uncertainty he added, I'm not surprised shares have sold off. He also felt that the Wii U's unusual controller was providing, uh, proving to be a sticking point for some. Most investors had not had a chance to use it, he noted, and the demos that Nintendo showed off were rather limited. He didn't think that Nintendo had become a bad company to invest in overnight, however, and said that he was advising his clients to seize the opportunity to buy the stock while it was relatively cheap. With the year to go before the Wii U actually comes out, it stands to reason Nintendo is going to be a little vague about it. It's not that hard to see Nintendo bouncing back when the Wii U's launch is a little closer, and it has revealed more of the console's features. Okay, and that's fine. This goes to uncertainty, and I get that. Jesus, we've lost 1,200 points to the Dow in the last week and a half because of uncertainty. Right. That's not surprising. What is surprising to me is when you're making boasts that this thing is supposed to compete against the other two major consoles out there, and Sony and Microsoft are in no rush to bring out another one. No, They're no, going they're with not. what they've got, and that's fine. The systems have a lot of, uh, of shelf life left in them. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I mean, again, I go back to gorgeous. Nintendo has, has historically been behind the curve when it comes to gaming until recently with the Wii and with the 3DS. With motion control and 3D, now you see them ahead of the curve. All right, now you're looking at this and you're saying, well, wait a minute. The console you're making is now going to compete, you know, basically as a high-definition system. That was behind the curve. They knew that was coming, and they decided not to go with it. You're also going to have a controller that no one knows what the hell it is, other than the fact that it looks like a tablet. It it looks like a a giant Game Gear is what it really looks like. Or, you know, if you were to bloat the PSP, that's what it looks like. Right. Other than the fact that the, you know, analog sticks are above the buttons for some reason at the top of it. That's got to be awkward as hell to hold. You got to hold it like this, like a. I'm well. I'm, I I think at the bottom they have little handheld things because they have triggers underneath too. So right. the bottom I think has like kind of rounded things. They kind of hold it like I mean I, you can't see me doing it, but kind of with your hands out, almost like you're shaking someone's hand. And then you got the triggers, and then you've got that up there. I I'm curious as to how much that weighs. It's got to be. I would imagine pretty light. It's got to be. I mean, it's, I, aren't very yeah. Heavy. Yeah. No, I mean I can. I mean, hold is, my... is, is, is it going to be heavy enough that if you're holding it out like this after a while, it's going to get awkward tiring. or too yeah. tiring? I mean, I don't, I don't know. My pad, it, it's probably going to weigh less than the iPad, and uh-huh. my pad I have no problem holding as long as I need to. Now, the one thing I will say, though, is uh, they're coming out with their new system, the Wii, you know, before mm-hmm. before the other two are even really talking about theirs. Yeah, I way mean, before. Vita's, 
you know, they showed a little bit, but that might be this this time. Like you said, they've been behind the curve so many times. I don't personally think it'll make that much of a difference, but it might make some. You know, this is their new thing. They're but, not competing directly. But with, yes, they are. That's what they've said. And that's my problem is, I mean, they're not coming out with something saying, we are going to set the gold standard again in the next generation console. They're simply saying, we are now going to compete on par, quality-wise, with the, with the Microsoft Xbox 360 and the PlayStation 3. What I mean is that, this. What I mean is, they are not... There's no brand new Xbox that's coming out at the same time. There's no brand new PlayStation that's coming out at the same time. Yes, they are competing for the same market share, but there's no other console that might siphon off sales at that particular time. That might be to their advantage. Like I said, I don't think it's going to really boost their sales that much, Uh but it might be to some benefit to the fact that both of the other two, Microsoft and Sony, we're talking down the road. We're talking right. at least they're, another year. They're on a different. Well, probably even longer than that. I'd say. Uh, that's what I'm saying. I mean, you're talking 2013 at the earliest. Plus the systems that they're talking about, that Sony and Microsoft are developing, probably as we speak, aren't going to compete with what they're bringing out now. They're not even going to care. It's going to be cloud based or like that on life thing that we covered. It's mm-hmm. going to be something along those lines. Nintendo is simply making a stopgap system to compete with what is out there currently. They're not setting the market. They're still behind the curve. Yeah, they're going to have some kind of, uh, of controller that will interact with the system. Well, you know what? My PSP interacts with my PlayStation 3 anytime I like. So that's not exactly new. So they're only, they're only ma- to me, they're just calling their shots saying, all right, now we're going to compete with the big boys. Now that we realize that we have, you know, that we still control the market share simply based on systems already sold, we've lost in the last two or three years that the other systems are selling a lot more games. Games is where it's at. That's where you oh, it has money. to be. Yeah, you mm-hmm. don't make your money on systems. When I worked no. at uh, a game store, and anybody who works one will tell you the same thing: you make pennies on the dollar for a system, but you make buco bucks off the games, and that is the difference. You have this, the Xbox and the PlayStation 3 sell a shitload more games than the Wii does. Well, and that's that's why I would agree with you on massively successful not applying. They sold the most systems. I don't. They sold dick for games. I don't know. I really don't know because think of the big Nintendo game franchises. They're in-house games. Mario and Zelda. Uh, yeah. Out of curiosity, As how many Wii party. games do you own? You have a Wii. How many Wii games? About a dozen. About a dozen. You know how many different? How many I? I actually play. There you go. Three. Okay. Three. Are, the other ones just collect dust. Uh, right. But and that's what we... I mean, they're all collect dust. No, yeah I, yeah, I understand. But you did buy them, though. Well, they were bought for us. They were Christmas presents for my daughter. Okay. I, I, I bought Fair one, enough. which was God's I'm, I'm that, saying, all I'm actually, saying is that... I'm, I'm glad just, you said that. I'm just because... expressing doubt. I have no idea. You very much may be right. But when you're talking about selling games, you know, when you're talking about the, the biggest franchise are in-house Nintendo ones, like Mario, like Zelda, like Metroid, yep. like all those kind of things... That's, you know, all the dollars are coming back to Nintendo. It's not like you're, you're going to a third party and you're getting, you're getting third party money that has to go to them because they made Mass Effect and then you're getting a, a percentage of that. They're getting all of that money. But look at how many franchises they don't have because there's no crossover because people don't want to develop for the Wii. They've told Nintendo's had a problem with this. They, and, and they're apparently having a problem with this one. They're trying to get developers on board and they can't do it. It's the same thing with the Wii. That people are tired of having to recode everything for a game system that people just aren't buying. Is there a Metal Gear Solid out for the Wii that anyone's bought? No. No. Mass Effect? Bioshock? Love them both. I mean, and these are games. I worship What about uh, uh, Modern Warfare? Black Ops? 
You want to talk about, I mean, these are nope. the highest selling games of all time. They're not on the And Wii. they're nope. not on the way. Not no on the way. buying them. Nope. In, in hardware, I think, Highlander, I think you're right. In, in terms of pure hardware, I, no one can dispute it. In terms of pure hardware sales, we wins. But in terms of everything total, I don't think they do. And I think that's where, as M said, you know, you're making pennies on the dollar with the systems. Games are where it's at. I, I think when you look at it, you have to consider we a loser in that category. That's bitch. You like, buy a new controller, a different kind of controller for every fucking game. And, and uh, well, exactly. You know, you've got that gun one. No, you've I would got love the to see. I know and, that they've got to have um, on Wikipedia a, a listing of the the highest selling different kinds of games. Like the highest selling Wii games. Well, the highest high selling Wii game is Wii Sports because it, one came with every system. That right, sold. yeah. So that's up there. I, right. I, I would, would, I, I would like to that see that. personally. But, yeah, I, uh, I wouldn't count the ones that came with the system. No, but. let's see what you can scrounge up uh, for me on game sales for systems. Yeah, highest selling games for different systems. I know there's a Wikipedia page that lists them all for like every single system ever made. Oh, so I don't think they need to do more than bring out a PS3 competitor. As it is, the systems out now are not limiting gaming hardware-wise. No, they're not. No. Okay. No, I'd agree with that. Uh, because, uh, again, as I said, our Crisis 2 is gorgeous. Every year we see on the same exact systems you, that we've stuff. had for a while, better and better and better games coming out. They are getting better at squeezing the performance out of the existing systems. That's right. why we haven't seen new systems come out. Because Microsoft and Sony, they haven't reached capacity yet. And they don't know where the future there it is, right is going to go. Yes, Out of the Dark by uh, David Weber. No, no, best-selling games by I know, but I meant to say uh, Out of the Dark by David Weber. We uh, talked nice. About that's, yeah, that's the one I'm talking about. All right, so da, 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 da. let's pop this open here. As I know we're going over, but... Wait, I just... Hold on, no, no, no. Go back, to, go back real quick. Wait, yep. Wii U to support only one controller per console at launch. I'm out. What? Ooh. I'm out. Yeah. Jaguar. One console? That's it. I'm on controller? And you said so, we need to have a stupid video game over the week. That, <laughs> <laughs> uh, are, uh, hang on. I, I, we're going to read this first. Yeah, I, I got to see, see that. This there's there's no way. Slash gear. Okay, it's no slashgear.com. Okay, no. That, that's, a, that's a question. Just wrapping up the, the now is the E3 2001 gaming, uh, 2011 gaming conference, which revealed Nintendo's next generation console and controller called the Wii U. The new game controller with its own display brings a lot of new possibilities in the gameplay. However, now there are reports that the Wii U might only support one controller per console at launch. According to Nintendo Senior Managing Director Shigeru Miyamoto, the Wii U isn't designed to interact with more than one of the new controllers at a time. Do note that the Wii U is compatible with classic Wii remotes. But does that mean additional players would have to resort to the Wii remotes with only one player able to use the Wii U controller? Quote, Our basic premise is that you can only use one with a system. If we got uh, to an idea of having multiple controllers, it might be just more convenient for people to use their Nintendo 3DS and have a way to connect that, Miyamoto said during an interview with News.com.au. Although Nintendo did not point this out during their announcement, they made sure to only show the new Wii U controller together with other Wii remotes and not with other Wii U controllers. You can see that in the photo above. And no, uh, I'm sorry. And to further support this news is Nintendo's recent announcement that the Wii U controller would not be sold separately from the console. Hmm. Fuck that. That's yeah, pretty. That's, that's, that's pretty shitty. I, I mean, I, I'm sorry, but this is just another coffin nail. For I, me. I can is... under. I mean, I can understand why because I know that controller has got to cost a shit ton of money to make. Oh yeah, you've got you've got a screen, you've got this huge probably big is. thing, you've got yeah. gyroscopes in there because you're supposed to move it around. It's yep. it's probably going to cost as much as a, a 3ds to, to build. So essentially, they're selling 
a one-player console. Unless you want to use the Wiimote. Unless you want to use the Wiimote. Okay. Who the hell wants to do that? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Wow. So anyway, uh, best-selling games by console. Okay, there we go. So there's... um, Atari, let's see, uh, television, the Xbox... Xbox 360. 60. Call, Call of Duty Black Ops, 12 million, followed by Halo 3 with 8.1 million. All right, Nintendo. And there's Nintendo. Now keep... Okay, go ahead. Uh, this Nintendo is the Entertainment Ante- System. Uh, God, look at the difference. 40 million for Super Mario Brothers. But that's but those NES. Are all consoles. They all, call, they all... That one all came with the console system itself, with the actual Nintendo. Uh, Super NES, 64, GameCube. GameCube. Wii. 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 Okay, let's get rid of all the... Uh, Wii Sports. Sports. All right, you no, wipe that away. with it. So that's gone. So Wii Sports Resort, 27.68 million. We play 27 million. Mario Kart Wii, 27 million, which is double. Are Call of you Duty fucking kidding me? See, I, I, had, I had a feeling. Total Wii games sold as of March 31st, 2011. I would love to see. 716 million, million games. Now hop, up, hop back up to the 360. I bet you they have a thing. 224. Okay, I'm sorry. Uh, da, 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 da. Three hundred fifty-three million for Xbox three hundred and sixty. I bet it's even lower with the PlayStation three. That's that. I'll be honest. That blows my mind. I, it does. I had a feeling. I was three hundred fifteen. Sure. Wow, they yeah. They came back. They rallied. I cannot. And, and the like highest, you said, like the you said earlier, selling one is Gran Turismo five. It's only six point three seven million. Well, yeah, uh, I remember a lot, most of their individual franchises have, are now multi-platform. Are right. multi-platform. Well, and, and it's funny because it brings back what you said. Like you said, with uh, with the Nintendo stuff, it's in house. It's all in house. It's all in house. Mario is any Mario is in house. There's a significant difference here. Sold as of June 3rd, 2010. This is a year out of date. Where the other ones are up to date through this month. So this number is got, and that's weird. That the highest selling game they have is six million, but they've got three hundred fifteen million sold as of June last year. As of no way, where was it? June two thousand ten. Three sixty yeah. is of December two thousand nine. There are three hundred fifty three okay, million. That's really old. December. That's really old. Yeah. All right, and then I think and the Wii was, was up to date. So, yeah, I wish I could see something a little more up to updated, but I it doesn't really matter. Uh, what the hell is it? There it is. There it is. 2007. Oh, no, no, no. Okay, there it is. A virtual console. There you go. As of March 31st. 716 million games. Right. How much is a Wii game when you buy it new, though? I don't know. I don't know. 20, 30 bucks? 40 bucks? How much is it? But look at all those in-house ones. Right. New Super Mario Bros. Wii. Smash Brothers Wii, Super Mario Galaxy, Mario Party, yep. Mario. Okay, Mario and Sonic is not in-house because they're going to have to split the profits with Sony. Super Mario Galaxy. Sega. Wii Party in-house. Mario Kart not Wii in-house. Not a single individual developer, though. That speaks volumes. That, I, it's not cool, but I, I, I would have to think that Wii was a huge... I, I would have it's to, the same 27 million people buying every goddamn game. So like, we got to buy a game for the Wii. That's all there is. Buy it. <laughs> you know, though, I, it does... It, I'll be honest, it does kind of change my opinion a bit. Uh, seeing that, seeing the fact that they have sold that many games, it, yep. you got to update. You got to th- Maybe it was a massive success. You know, I don't know what it say, did for him financially. In terms of my opinion, in what it did for gaming, in what it is, I don't think it is. But right. in terms of numbers, you got to give them points. But here's the thing, though. If that was the case, as, as successful as this seems to be, right. wouldn't investors give them a blank check? It's like, you know what? You sold 700 million games. You sold 100, you know, 100 million or 200 million consoles. We're going to go with you on it. It's going to cost one of your kids. <laughs> These kids are going to suffer. <laughs> 
<laughs> you hear about that? Uh, yeah, I heard about that. Yeah. That's crazy. But you would think that investors would say, all right, you know what, we're going to buy into it. You would think. To hell with it. Uh, the only thing I can think of is that, you know, with, with investing, it's always, what have you done for me lately? I mean, I know the Wii was and great. And they but, haven't done well the last couple of years. But, yeah, and then the, you know, they don't know about the Wii U, so they're like, well, maybe I'll just put my money in someplace else. You know? All right, last one before we go to the quickening. Bobby Kotick might buy MySpace. Better damn well not. He'll screw it up. Now oh, yeah, because MySpace is not screwed up, isn't it? There's no one there, dude. <laughs> I know. There's like 30 people running the place. Now that MySpace has been placed in the bargain bin in the low price of $100 million, Bobby Kotick is part of a group that might actually pick it up. Even after MySpace tried to reinvent itself as a gaming portal and cut costs by laying off 500 employees via Xerox, hmm. casual game developers have been abandoning the social network in droves, and nobody has seemed terribly interested in buying the site. However, a potential buyer has finally surfaced, and you're not going to believe who's interested in owning MySpace, Activision's Bobby Kotick. Back in 2006, the social network was valued roughly at $6 billion, with a B, but parent company News Corp is now reportedly only asking for $100 million. Wow. News Corp has had a few different private equity firms express interest in buying the site, but Kodak is part of a group that apparently is the main bidder. Uh, Bobby Kodak, chief executive of Activision Blizzard, said he's been approached about being part of the investor group but hasn't yet committed. Any investment by him would be personal and small, and Activision would not be involved, he said. One person familiar with the matter said Mr. Kodak wouldn't take an active management role. Another person cautioned that a deal between the investor group and News Corp was a, quote, long shot. The Wall Street Journal is reporting that Kodak hasn't committed to the investment group yet, but other news outlets are claiming he's definitely a part of the group. As a result, it's a little unclear how interested the man is actually in the deal. Apparently, other potential investors have dropped out since they initially expressed interest. This isn't too surprising. In May, MySpace's unique traffic was down almost 50% from the same time last year, and the segment of News Corp that operates the site reported a $165 million loss in its most recent financial quarter. Well, not surprising. Nobody goes on MySpace. Anymore. I hope Tom sold it when it was worth something. <laughs> yeah, it's like Facebook and Twitter. Although, to be honest, I still don't know how you're supposed to make money on Twitter. I mean, there are no ads. You don't pay for Twitter. I know people who make money off of Twitter, but I don't know how, how do Twitter they, makes money. How, does, how, how do they make money off um, of Twitter? Certain celebrities like Kim Kardashian are paid $10,000 for every tweet. If they involve some kind of product endorsement or, you know, wow, that's, hey, just so you know, that I'm scares at this me restaurant. even more because I don't know how Twitter's making money. They're not, but but then you're saying Twitter is paying out no, no, even no, no, more no. money. A company no, like the say, advertiser. Oh, okay, okay, right. My, gotcha. You know, Kim Kardashian says tweets. Oh, I'm at so and such a restaurant in, in Los Angeles. No, okay, and then they pay. Oh, okay, because no one knows who's following that tweet. Right. That that's where she is. Pun intended. Yeah. So. I, I can't take claim or uh, claim credit for that. That is a uh, uh, Futurama. Okay. We have one called it was like the the like twat or something like that. People twit something. The twat. We call them twits. <laughs> yeah, so, this right. twitting twat. It is time for the quickening. Indeed. So. Here we are, born to be kings. We're the Greetings, Highlander. You call? You have the manners of a goat. I was going to kick out of that. Yeah, <laughs> you have the manners of a goat. All right. So I'm trying to remember what part that was in the movie. I don't remember. I will. Doesn't matter. 
Yep. Got to open that up there. I, I have only but two questions, but since I only have two questions, I decided to uh, make them very long answers. I, I believe these are the longest answers I've ever given for quickening questions. So if you're listening in live, you're in for a real treat. So here we go. And as always, if you have a question that you'd like me to answer on the quickening, please email me at highlander1g at gmail.com. Here we go. The quickening. I got to move my uh, mic here real quick because I'm looking at the screen and I'm looking at the uh, end of the mic right there. Well, we need like an elongated table. There we go. No, I got it now. All right. Question number one. If one night Canada was to get a bit hammered and decided to take on America, what would happen? Ponage. Epic, epic American ponage. And do you know why? Well, obviously you do. This is Canada we're talking about here. But I'm going to tell you anyway. Canada, or as the Canadians say, Canada, is a frozen wasteland where the people huddle as close to the American border as possible (laughs) because, A, they want nothing to do with the rest of the icy tundra, and, B, they are, of course, secretly wish to be American. Actually, Canada is a lot like America, except for the lack of superior technology, the lack of worthwhile entertainment, no military to speak of, no culture whatsoever, and the fact that all Canadians secretly wish to be American. <laughs> the Canadians have a communist healthcare system, which is paid for by their huge taxes. Canadians only make $23 a week after paying all their taxes and paying out for welfare for all their raghead immigrants. But Canadians are so dumb that they tout their healthcare system as being, quote, free. Not only does this prove that the average Canadian's IQ is lower than that of the average American, but it also does prove that there are free abortions abound in Canada, which actually isn't too bad when you think about it, because plentiful and free abortions mean less black babies being born, which, of course, means less crime. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Canada is the second largest country on Earth in terms of land area. That is, if you considered frozen water to be land. But since only about 0.01% of that land area is not a permanent frozen shithole, this honor really doesn't amount to much. Plus, this benefit of a large landmass means little for defensive purposes. However, uneasy and intimidated Canadians sometimes spot out, our country is bigger than America, believing that this somehow means they are more powerful. Other Canadians just say this in an attempt to salvage their pathetic Canadian dignity, even though they know full well that if America decided to, they could easily invade and conquer Canada in a short amount of time, starting shortly after breakfast, with mission accomplished sometime right after lunch. Canada is always cold, so its primary export is ice and ice-related products, like ice hockey and iceberg lettuce. Canada is also the world's primary producer of Slurpees, which has to be the dumbest and worthless statistic ever. Often, though, Canadians do use Slurpees to warm themselves on those cold winter nights. (laughs) Canada's other main export products include maple syrup, mediocrity, Pamela Anderson, the only bright spot in Canada's history, horrible Tim Hortons coffee, and shitty Celine Dion CDs. They did not want Dion in the first place and exported her at one point to America, but since then they've bought back most of her stuff in the form of digital media, and they use her to scare away caribou and heterosexual men. (laughs) And don't forget the pea soup eaters, the French Canadians. Canada is so whipped as a country that even though only 10% of the population is French, everyone in Canada has to learn French. Pro tip, Canada, just because 10% of your people speak a language doesn't mean everyone else has to learn it. 10% of the world is gay, but that doesn't mean I'm going to go out and learn how to suck a cock. On that little nugget, I'll leave you with one final thought about Canada. Canada could have had it all. French cuisine, British culture, and American technology. Instead, they failed at life and got British cuisine, American culture, and French technology. And finally, the last question of the quickening. So what do you think of all this renewed 1G interest in World of Warcraft? 
Let me explain to you all about World of Warcraft, assuming you've never heard of it, right? Or interested in picking up the game, or if you don't remember us talking about it way long ago at uh, World of Warcraft Radio. So consider this Highlander's Guide to World of Warcraft. Settle down, this is going to be a long answer. World of Warcraft, commonly known as WoW, as in, wow, my life has gone down the shitter, <laughs> is an extremely overrated MMORPG created by Blizzard after they decided to jump in on the MMO bandwagon. It now has over 11 million subscribers, proving once again that there is no God. It is currently the largest hub of MMO, that's massively male orgy, gaming, comprised exclusively of fat, greasy furries who are 49 years old, usually weighing over 9,000 pounds, who kill, in quotes, internet dragons for pretend money and experience points, making them strong enough to kill bigger internet dragons. <laughs> Trapped in this cycle of fail, they play in their parents' basements, emerging only a few hours a week, to tell the world about their newest magical weapons and arena levels, or as the rest of the world calls it, bullshit no one in their right mind cares about. <laughs> the inhabitants of the WoW forums are also among the most chronically illiterate losers on the face of the planet, in fact, WoW players are considered to be so horrible that even other MMO players spit on them. You must first begin by downloading 3 gigabytes of client data and then 10 terabytes of patches. <laughs> it will take approximately half a month to download from their shitty P2P network, during which time you may continually chronically fap to internet porn and entertaining pipe dreams that you won't die alone. Pro tip, if you play World of Warcraft, you will die alone. After managing to get past the buggy software and login screen, you're given a 10-page questionnaire on deciding what server you will spend the rest of your life on, how many piercings you want in your character's cock, guessing which broken, overpowered class to play on, and other mundane details of your new persona, which will all wind up being more interesting than the details of your old persona. After that jive, you get a quick introduction in your first quest. By the time you turn in that quest and get to the second, you'll quickly realize what you'll be doing the majority of the game. Your virtual you gains experience by questing, killing the same 10 monsters over and over and over and over again for experience, grinding, killing the same 10 monsters over and over and over and over again for experience, or just being lazy and following someone around called leeching, which is watching them kill the same 10 monsters over and over and over and over again for experience. This involves venturing through eight surreal worlds with fell demons and demons and fell demon fells. Once you manage to get to level 50 in EverQuest for Kids, you'll probably have to join a guild if you haven't already. Guilds usually set aside a few hours each night. You can get rid of that right there. Just hit remove. Yeah. Guilds usually set aside a few hours each night to grab as many of their members as possible and fight off some sort of demon or dragon that drops an oversized weapon. This will, of course, spark drama over who gets to loot the weapon. You know, it's like in every other MMO. After you have succeeded in getting every epic internet sword and shiny armor, you'll be granted the awesome and ultimate privilege of standing in the middle of a city where other players may click you and inspect your armor for the <laughs> entire duration of logging on. If you haven't died of bed sores from sitting in the same position weeks on end in front of your computer, you're offered the option of changing your race for $30, changing your appearance for $40, enhancing your cock for $25, <laughs> doing all of this for $300, and ordering a mini version of a boss that screams the same lines over and over again, to follow you for $500. You may also change service for $250 and an extra $50 monthly fee. World of Warcraft delivers a plethora of fictional races to escape your depressing existence. The Alliance. The Alliance mainly consists of children and teenagers who sit on their character jacking off rather than doing their math homework. So teamwork and gameplay on this faction is a smorgasbord of an organized disaster and AIDS. <laughs> Everyone is a goddamn night off of the Alliance. <laughs> Humans. 
The only available race where players can feel safe without having to know they aren't some retarded mutant like in real life. The men are abnormally bulky, and the women have unusually large heads. Dwarves. The dwarves may be Jewish. Huge noses, long beards, <laughs> retarded dances, and a racial ability to find treasure. <laughs> Gnomes. This race is commonly played by 13-year-old boys who spend all day... you got to get rid of that. Spend all day... Actually, just if you get it from over there. What's that? Oh, I, yeah, that way I you don't have to keep it. Oh, got it. Thank you. There we go. Gnomes, this race is commonly played by 13-year-old boys who spend all day PVPing instead of graduating middle school. Due to their small size, this is also a favorite race of pedophiles. <laughs> in addition, they can be used as cannonballs in a pinch. Gnome players will generally use names with the word gnome in it because, of course, that's hilarious. Night elves, the horrors of the Warcraft world, <laughs> closely modeled off of real horrors, and the closest <laughs> thing Blizzard has gotten anime in order to decrease sales due to all those stupid Naruto fanboys out there. Mostly played as female by men to get attention from other men and epic loot under the guise of being a hot MySpace whore. Also fans of Al Gore and friends of the environment. Night elves live in trees as a political statement and are most likely liberal douchebags. <laughs> Draenei. The first expansion race gives the Alliance big blue Russian aliens with penis tails for their beards. They can be found in Shatrath City getting drugs from their dealers known as Naru. Worgen. Because so many weeaboos and furries pitched a bitch fit over how the Alliance didn't have a furry class of their own, <laughs> Blizzard decided to be retarded and give them what they want. Now every user will be yiffing each other as soon as they buy their <laughs> damn expansion. The Horde. The Horde consists of a mixture of neckbeards, fat, and acne. They will always win in PvP matches and kill the dragons first. The amount of points and internet damage they can do is a direct proportion to their weight in pounds. Everyone is a goddamn blood elf. <laughs> Orcs. Orcs are big, have an unusual skin color, and prone to anally rape small moving things with battle axes. Players who use this race are whiter than white. Trolls. They talk like Rasta men and probably smoke a ton of mojo, man. Undead. Goths use these, period. Just start smoking to Jerem Blacks right now. Also a favor of PvPers because they're impossible to kill. Torin. This is the ideal race for furries and neckbeards. Half of the Torn user base will have the word moo or cow in their name because they think they're clever and internet funny, when in reality they need to cut off circulation to their dick and set themselves on fire. Blood Elves, the other ridiculously faggoty elf race of the game, join the Horde bawling because the Alliance wouldn't give them respect. Surprisingly, neither does the Horde. The males look like a cross between a rejected Sephiroth and Dragon Ball Z fan art, and the females are anorexic bitches. By law, all Blood Elves are named after some variant of Legolas. Any other name is unacceptable. Goblins, a retarded mix of gnomes, orcs, and Jews. <laughs> like gnomes, they're popular with the rest of the races for their potential use as projectiles and footballs. Unlike gnomes, however, they violently explode when used as such. Classes. After choosing a race, the player is given the choice of what class they should choose for the character. Blizzard employees insert a marble dildo halfway into their asses and type in their keyboards with the base of the dildo to make changes and balance fixes in the game with upcoming patches. Warrior. All you do is melee combat things for countless hours of your life, nothing more. No one will expect you to do anything but act as a meat shield. No one trusts you enough to DPS. Paladin. Everyone expects this class to heal, and if you do anything else, people will hate you. Because it makes perfect sense that the class in full plate should stand in the back and heal. Paladins may be mods as they drop large hammers on other players while they hide in a bubble so that no one can do anything to them. After that, they get bored, and they'll cast a 10-second-long spell that teleports them to Japan. <laughs> All paladin names are variations on Arthras. 
Hunter, most popular class for casual. That's me. You capture poor defenseless animals and make them your slave. <laughs> it's also the basis of every argument on ThoughtBot.com to dictate that every weapon is a hunter weapon, considering ranged-only class needs plus strength for the three melee attacks. Hunter names are unremarkable. However, the pet names are always unhilarious. Spiders are named Weeboo or cats named Quiet Death. Priest, the whining, healing bitch. Played only by faggots who like to attend 80-man raids on a finicky AOL connection. <laughs> Their purpose is to beat the tank in aggro and to fuck over the raid group. All priest names are a variation of no heels for you. Blood elf priests love the name Priestitute, no matter what gender their character is. Mage, That's me. only for making food and water for the Koreans, serves as a, di- as a dispenser. All mage names are a variation of Frostitute. <laughs> yeah. Shaman, the most overpowered class in the game. Shamans can plant some stupid totems that do nothing, but they can also heal themselves while dealing ridiculous amounts of damage and immediately come back to life when they are killed. Shamans are brought to raids for the ability to pass out amphetamines and speed up the raid quickly throughout boring content. Druid, the class where you can become even more furry or otherwise just serve as another healing bitch. They are clearly a cheap hybrid class knockoff of the superior paladins, Previous sentence is guaranteed to cause extreme fucking rage in any wild chat. All druid names are a pun on tree or moonkin. Warlock. Like hunters, but satanic. If you enjoy being a huge overpowered faggot, warlockery is for you. Requires being able to hit five buttons, four if you're destruction spec, those wacky warlocks. Usually played by trench coat wearing goth sodomites. All lock names are puns on dot, and I do mean all lock names. Rogue. The bane of life on the PvP server. Yes. Also the class in the game with the most lulls available. This class is only played by 13-year-old boys. Rogues only require you to be able to hit one button. Modeled after the classical rapist, rogues are commonly seen in PvP applying poisons and incapacitating other players to facilitate a full-on rectal assault to gather combo points and unleash a finishing move. All names include Shank, Stab, Shadow Step, or some combination of the three. Death Knight. The first hero class of the game introduced with about an hour of quests in new locations you will never fucking see or make reference to again. Introduced in the second expansion, see below, they started out evil but are soon presto changed into good guys so they can fit in with the rest of society. This is the exciting brand new class that everyone makes but no one will bother inviting to because there are too fucking many. They are as useless as warriors as Blizzard was creative enough to make them exactly as such. The only new thing this class comes with is a character voice that sounds like they have semen trapped in their lungs. (laughs) While the Blizzard employee was writing code for the Death Knight, he realized that all files have completely downloaded and decided to choke the chode rather than design a playable class. As a result, Blizzard has promised to change Death Knights in the next expansion so that everyone won't leave when they see a Death Knight in their dungeon group. Death Knight names are possibly the best thing about the game. Unfailingly hilarious. Some examples that actually exist. Death Murder, Kill Raper... The Lich King, every DK is named some variation of this, Bloody Murda, and the ever-suave Eat Your Pussy. (laughs) (laughs) Expansions. The Burning Crusade. The first expansion for the game lets you go through the Dark Portal. It also lets you go into the Black Temple and fight Illidan. You get to spend around $100 for the expansion and prepaid game cards to grind your character level 70 like a Jew. Mm -hmm. Wrath of the Lich King. At about this point, Blizzard gave up on ever having another original idea again, to the point that they resorted to stereotyping Europe. Wrath of the Lich King takes place in Scandinavia, 
where you fight oversized hairy Vikings and Russians with fake accents that Borat would put to shame. The mascot emo faggot on the box art that everyone was excited to raid up and kill makes no useful appearance in the game other than a worthless quest giver and four scripted cutscenes, unless you stay around long enough for the fucking retarded cheat release of ICC. Instead, it is your job to go kill frozen stone French giants. You must pay $100 more to get the expansion and the separate game time. $200 if you want to get the collector's edition to get an in-game dragon pet and a book. Going along with the theme of completely stolen content, final boss encounters consist of a ripoff of Professor Farnsworth, (laughs) an oversized (laughs) gimp with lines constructed from sound bites of Christian Bale as Batman, and Millhouse, like Bonestorm. The other bosses illustrate Blizzard's plagiarizing from themselves. A highly original dragon boss, Blood Elf royalty, Kel Thuzard with tits, and another dragon, but this one's dead. Oh, my God. Cataclysm, a.k.a. the addition which made Mocking WoW cool. This is the latest expansion. An expansion to World of Horcrack that adds cat people, hence the title, to the character that players can choose as well as Horgan, a species of (laughs) slutty werewolves who love you long time. (laughs) For all you normal people out there, just consider it the best thing since the military invented AIDS, since it keeps all the dorks and furries off the streets and quarantines the drama to the shit fest that is WoW. You also get the same boring worlds from the original game with lava at it. You can also play as a Tauren paladin in a ruined world. To quote Blizzard, bend over, assume the position, and let us rape you for more money. (laughs) Bosses. All bosses in the game are picked from an extensive database of around five miles. (laughs) These skins are used over and over again in every patch, each patch and expansion version being slightly larger and taking on a different hue and color and tagged with a different name such as Reliquy of Pain and Devourer of Souls and voiced by the same shitty voice actor. Before fighting a boss, players will spend 30 minutes asking for buffs over raid chat and caps, all the while half the raid disconnects or leaves because Net Natty turns off their internet by 9 p.m. <laughs> you then wait for other players to go back and buy reagents that they forgot or get repairs, and also you never get the buffs from the paladins in the first place. So now you've engaged the boss. Congratulations. You will now be introduced to the hilariously bad voice acting of MMOs. Blizzard has four different boss sound sets. Number one, the special needs boss. <laughs> Can only say one or two words at a time very slowly. Usually they are words describing what ability he's about to do, or sometimes it can be related to death or nasty-sounding nouns or verbs as his thought process is so pants-on-head retarded that he can't utter more than two syllables at once without having a brain hemorrhage. Blizzard believes this kind of dialogue is intimidating, which is a common fallacy among man-children and retards. Number two, the crazy boss. This one will just talk really fast in a weird voice and say absolutely nothing of value. But just to get across the vibe that, hey, I'm talking really fast in a high-pitched voice, it's obvious that I'm saying, here, let me seal the deal with this mad and giggle. Are you ready? Here it <laughs> Also, this fight usually has a gag quote thrown in there. There's a reference to whatever god-awful WoW-related meme that the WoW general forums won't shut up about. So everyone will go post them and go, oh, my God, did you see that? So random. Number three. The I am the generic lord of generic doom prepared to die boss <laughs> typically says mortal, power, and death three times <laughs> in one sentence. Makes liberal use of the phrase you cannot defeat me and subsequent variations that inform the player that they, quote, cannot win. <laughs> this is, of course, ironic because said boss has been beaten on farm for the past three months. These voices are all done by Chris Metzen, who coincidentally voices just about everything else in WoW. And finally, the femme fatale boss. Female bosses are scarce in the game because Metzen asked to actually play a female voice actor to do them. Although sooner or later, he'll just start doing the lines in falsetto. 
But where they do appear, they are always a blood or high elf model and always supposed to be sexy, presumably because the one female voice actor Blizzard employs, aside from Judge Judy to voice Sylvanas, can't do any other kind of voice. And because for the obese 12-year-olds who make up most of the game population, tanking Grand Magus Telestra is the closest thing they'll ever come to a female who isn't dead or unconscious. After downing the boss, one will realize that the loot master has logged off and transferred servers. Role-playing servers. <laughs> Role-playing oh, servers go. are hotbeds of gay internet sex. <laughs> Thinly disguised as heterosexual or lesbian relations through the power of the internet. When a nerd just cannot sit down with himself and come to terms with the fact that he is most likely cybering other men, he turns to role-playing servers, but oh, he can God. pretend better. <laughs> role-playing servers spawn such people as Adelaide and her many sugar daddies. Communities like this have one have communities like this one have risen from this type of shit, and it's best you avoid them. Thanks to the Druid class, the role-playing servers are also very popular with furfags. Since only Blizzard employees and people with VIP accounts can use the command to make the characters rape everyone else, <laughs> they use add-ons such as FagRSP to advertise to each other their willingness to mate. It's something, that, it's something like in real-life gays posting pictures of their cocks on Hot or Not, but with much more abuse of the English language. Some argue FagRSP users are the greatest source of drama and lulls in the game, and multiple people have continued to milk the lol cow, much to the delight of the lulls enthusiasts. Darknet Actually, it's uh, Dark Nest. is also based around the pathetic faggots who beat off to naked night elves dancing in mailboxes. While there are many ERP guilds, it's erotic roleplay guilds, on many servers, Scarlet Crusade is known to have the highest population of these unwashed losers. If you play on that server, or you move to that server after hearing this, you are a faggot and you must be euthanized. And finally, BlizzCon, a.k.a. the place where nobody gets laid. <laughs> Occasionally, WoW players will leave their homes for... What the blue names call BlizzCon and what WoW players call the sunlight hurts my eyes. <laughs> Here a large number of WoW patients can be seen. Their complications are diverse, ranging from mild conditions such as carpal tunnel and leech speak to a severe case of ugly. Sometimes attractive people can be seen at a BlizzCon claiming to be WoW faggots. These are not really WoW faggots. They are models paid by Blizzard to appear at these pathetic vomit-inducing functions. BlizzCon features a wide range of activities. Like Class Q&A, a forum for people who play hunters to make death threats to Metzen whenever playing their class approaches any kind of difficulty. And for Rhett Paladins to complain that every class but them is OP because they died twice in a WSG last year. Lore Q&A, exactly as, as retarded as it sounds, a bunch of chinless, man-boob sporting retards screeching at Metzen because Thrall Jaina's left testicle is saggier in-game than is described as being in the official novel. Dance Competition. An assortment of spastic, bony individuals who either do an extremely easy dance from the game or fail horribly at a more difficult one. On occasion, a morbidly obese person will attempt one of the more athletic dances. The result is rather like watching a plane crash. And finally, costume contest. These deeply unattractive people are paraded in front of the crowd, the usual assortment being obese men in their 20s, wearing paladin gear, clearly made from cereal boxes, ugly girls who clearly work very hard in their costumes, but get no applause because they're not physically attractive, and sluts with shitty costumes who get a standing ovation because you can see their nipples, causing most of the crowd to go into a feeding frenzy. The only reasons to go to this convention is to seal the deal on finally quitting WoW, realizing that these are the horrible people you have been playing with. So since this is a game, how do you win World of Warcraft? It's simple. Don't play World of Warcraft. <laughs> That's it. You win. Have a day. 
If you have a question that you would like me to answer on the quickening, I probably will never be that long again, but you never know. Email me at Highlander1G at gmail.com. So we can expect you to join us from World of Warcraft after Worldcon, right? <laughs> oh, you know it. I was gonna, I'll be honest. I was going to say in like a month or two, I was planning on getting in on things, but after that, I, I might be out. What? Bullshit, you're not out. You're in. Oh, yeah, man. I think I'll he play. just busted. I have no life. Yeah, I think he did. All right, we got we to gotta wrap this up. <laughs> Good <Jeez>. God. <laughs> that was funny. Good Lord. I, I, believe that whole, I believe that is the longest answer I've it, ever given. Yes, it is. Oh, by far. A lot of uh, research on that. Yeah, clearly. Yes. Lots of Jews and Lots bags of Jews. and things, yes. yes, I noticed. <laughs> so what did we learn today? Besides all about World of Warcraft. Nintendo continues to fail with only one controller per yeah, system. Yeah, that's, that's going to suck. That uh, does sad. I learned you have a humongous list of animes playing for Wolcom. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I learned you had an announcement to make you didn't make. No, well, I'll announce it next week. Next week. Like it's okay. going anywhere. Yeah. Next week we're doing the show. What day? The Sunday's fine with me. Sunday, 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 yeah, Sunday, 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 Sunday. Sunday it is. All right, so I guess we're moving this bitch to Sundays from now on. All right. Uh, so suck it. There you go. What else we learned? <laughs> uh, we learned Bobby Kotick wants to buy MySpace, allegedly. And that can only be good news. Yes. Of right. course. Yes. Because everything Bobby Kotick touches turns to gold. Activision, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, I learned man. that uh, the Japanese have made holograms that now blow air on your hands, I guess. Yeah. Or sometimes. Um... It's funny how at the end of the show it's always I'm hard to remember. One. It is, yeah. it is, it is. Uh, I learned the same thing. I need to write them down so that I can look at them. Exactly. I learned, learned that apparently movie. Highlander hates WoW. Good God. I don't, I, I don't and, necessarily. And Jews and brown people and WoW. all sorts but of I, things. But I gotta tell you, it's, it's like Magic the <laughs> Gathering. It's like once you start, you can't like, stop. You can't stop. Yeah. It doesn't end. Although, or yeah. like Pringles. Like, you know, yeah. yeah. I've been doing pretty good though at limiting myself to only a, a, an hour or two of game before I go to bed. So then again, I mean, you, you level up so fast, the game is so streamlined that even after an hour of playing, you feel like you've accomplished quite a bit. Well, see, that's the thing because th- that's what I was worried about. You know, I'm planning on getting in on this, and, right? You know, joining and everything. Um, last time, I mean, it sucked my life away. I wouldn't do it. I would not play good it again if it, was just, if it was like it used to be yeah. five years ago. When yeah. I played last. Well, then I'm in. So, well, you got to get a computer. So, I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Working on it for three months. Look, I told you the first time it's going to be August. August is when I'll be able to get back in. That's probably when you'll be around. So, I guess you'll be joining us in August. Yeah. Well, by that time, we'll be so freaking rich in the guild bank, it should be any problem gearing you guys to the hill. That's exactly why I'm waiting till August. (laughs) (laughs) I'll let you do all the hard work, and then I'll get done. You guys set it all up and just hook me up. Bingo. Uh, By the way, ladies and gentlemen, beer number seven. Wait, no, six. 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 Wow. I'm on six. So Gawney can't even count. Oh, All right. come on now. What? Plus, it's, it's been three hours, so you gotta you have to subtract those three beers now. Oh, yeah. So I'm really, not, no, yeah. I'm not even. Martyrdom. I learned something with the world, uh, with the word quick in it, could possibly be the longest segment of the show <laughs> outside of a meltdown. <laughs> I've never melted down for more than like five, ten minutes. Yeah, Nothing I, like that. No, I, I, I don't think. I don't think you can melt down that no, long. No, I, I have no pain. voice. Yeah. Either coronary yeah. or I'd be, you know. Because your, your face does do that red shaky thing when you I, melt yeah, down, well, when you get really pissed off. Right. Like, you know that thing like seven-year-olds do where it's like, <laughs> you know. 
That's that's what so he's, he's saying. Well, that's what he looks like when he gets that. He's uh, <laughs> saying that Ab looks like a seven-year-old when he melts. Boy, are folks the last show he'll ever be on. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank uh, everybody for coming out tonight. I know it was a last-minute change, but it looks like it'll be a permanent one. I want to thank everybody uh, who listened. It wasn't for you, we wouldn't be doing this. I want to thank none left for uh, repping for the show. I know it's an off night for him, and I believe he's got exams later this morning for him. Yeah. So good luck on that. Thank you, none left. Our show going on go. And our IRC bitch. I want to thank Gnome Wise for putting up the podcast for me when I get it uh, edited, downloaded, and posted. Let's see. I want to thank all the writers for the newsletter. Uh, Bartardum, Barry, none left. Islander when he decides. When I write him, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, you know that, the one I forgot to turn in, I wrote it, and then I forgot to like upload that sounds like and an then, excuse to me. And then I didn't see anything for like this upcoming one. So I'm like, are we still doing it? Or oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Where do we do we put them on the... Still on one Yeah, I'll, I'll post again okay. later this week. Uh, also, I, just so I don't forget, uh, Digit, Megahawk, you know, all the writers. I, I will post another thing that forms... I, I meant to do that where it's... I'll post it a couple weeks in advance so uh-huh. you can, you know, okay. attach it to that. Better work. I mean, if it turns into a thing and there's not enough, I'll write something. That's fine. I, had, I haven't had to yet. Right. right. Enough right. Content-wise, it's been good. Yeah. So, but, yeah, definitely and I, I foresee that guys. staying the same. If anybody wants to write a guest article, send it in. I mean, we'll take a look at it. What the hell? Uh, let's see. Who else we want to thank? Uh, our sponsors. Type Frank Control Servers. We at Clan Trail Guard use them. You should, too. And Audible.com. If you sign up now, you get a free audiobook, which, of course, is the death of paper books, which is something we talked about before. Nobody wants to take the time to read anymore. They want right. someone to read to them. I like prefer. They're a baby. Ask Fire why he hates my articles. Martyrdom, I love your article. He just hates the you. Bulletstorm one was awesome. I just love to hate them. I think it just got posted a little late. Yeah, Martyrdom, your last article Wait. was posted after the last newsletter went out. There's nothing I can do at that point. There's a deadline, literally. There's Get it in on a, time, you son of a bitch. After a certain the point, there's nothing I can do. It's already compiling. So there you go. It's piling up. But well, whatever. All right. Uh, all right. Programming note. I guess we're moving the show to Sundays now. 6 to 9 p.m. Eastern. Is that good? That good? We're Works. Great. Yeah. Done. Let's see. Riff tracks. We'll start making one. We'll be yeah. out next week. No, just, uh, we'll make an eye riff. You want to? I, I, we've talked about it before. I would love to. I'm in. We just got to sit down and actually write the, the stuff. Thing, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I remember you were originally like, why don't we just sit down and read it? Like, you, it's gotta, you got to do it like a Mystery Science Theater 2000 thing. Like, they watched right. the movie like five times. Okay. So, and they write down, like, when they think of something funny, they write it down. And then, of course, you have to get the timing right. Because you have to say what you're going to say in the space, so you're not talking over a character. Because otherwise, then you won't that be able to hear if they make, you know, if the character says something stupid or if it's part of the plot or whatever. Okay, so we should we can work on that. I mean, we yeah. got the space, we got the place. You got to move to the west side, dude. Uh, I'll see easier, what I can wait. do. <laughs> All right. Uh, is there anything else I'm forgetting? No, that seems to be it. If you're interested in joining Clan of Guard on World of Warcraft, supposing you're not going to go hang yourself or quit after the quickening, <laughs> we're on Coilfang on the U.S. side. U.S. server Coilfang's PvP server. If it's red, it's dead. That is the rules of the game. Uh, come to Clan1G.net, the home of Clan of Guard. Post up your character name on Coilfang. Here's what you can do. Go ahead and create the character on Coilfang. We are in desperate need of healers, specifically. It's like pitching. You never have enough. So, you laugh, but I'm serious. Set up a coil fang, create your character, then create your form account with the same character name on clan1g.net. Message me, add you to the guild, we'll add you to the forums. So, join us. We're having loads of fun. Everybody's finally getting up into the 60s and 70s. PvP's increasing. It's been kind of cool. Anyway.
Anyways, uh, I think that's pretty much everything. Anything I'm forgetting, gentlemen? No, I do believe you got it all. Okay. Oh, also thank you to Mystic Mim for running everything in the house and what have you, keeping the little one busy when I'm down here doing this. So, thank you to the wife. All right, ladies and gentlemen, bad manners are better than no manners at all. Stay classy, internets. Hurrah! So long, everybody.